I've been up so long this morning that it's time to go back to bed. So, good night. Hey, now. Hey, now. Uh, having such hair problems. I woke up this morning. I, I have the same routine every day for the show because we do video the show. And, and uh, you should know that we have an app. It's free to all subscribers. And you can see the video component of the show. So you have to spruce up a bit, as you know, Rob. And you have to you know, do your makeup, etc. Uh, but um, haven't had a haircut in a while. And there's a, My routine is I shower the night before. And then my hair, and I put a lot of gel in. And then by morning, my hair expands from the gel, and it's ready to go for air. But today, there was no shape to it. It was like, it was all, I must have had a rough night. It was all, I did have a rough night, actually. I, um, I woke up twice with, um, you ever get those muscle cramps in your legs? I have had, yes. Yeah, all of a sudden, I've had that two nights in a row. I hadn't had it in a long time. It so usually I guess means I was, there's some, something missing, like yeah, a mineral salt. of some sort. Right. Uh, well, not salt. It's um, like I when I get it, I have to take uh, magnesium. Yeah, maybe I'm missing magnesium, but uh, I'm on a new diet and I feel great from it. But uh, maybe I need some kind of minerals, but I don't know anything about it. And well, you so, know, uh, you can call someone. Yeah, I know, but I'm such a nudge. I always have problems. So <laughs> like, I, I'm trying to give people some time off. <laughs> give them and, a break. Uh, <laughs> trying to give my doctors a little break. Um, yeah, there's always something going on with me. But uh, anyway, a lot of people think because I'm really handsome, I don't have to work on my look. But when I wake up in the morning, <laughs> I have to pull out my hair. And this morning, it was just crazy. Do you just use your fingers or do you have yeah. a utensil or some sort of tool? <laughs> I have a toothbrush. I've scratched my ass with <laughs> Get my worms going. No, I, I, no, I use my hands and I pull it uh -huh. out. And every time I pulled it out, it looked worse. And then I sprayed it down. I have this stuff that Beth hates the smell of. Um, it's sea salt and oh. um, and something else like a conditioner. And you yeah, can I remember spray you said it. In. It smells like the ocean or something. Well, it doesn't. It's it smells uh, like old lady hair, according to Beth. Oh, oh, like when you're when grandma when grandma gives you a hug, you know, and it's like, <laughs> woo. You're like, what are you putting in your hair? What, what is that spray? But I, you know, I put that in. It brought back some of the shape. So I was struggling with that and getting annoyed with my looks. And, you know, whoa, whoa is me. I mean, uh, you know, burn victims laugh at me. Oh, stop it. Yeah, that is true. not true. I once did my charity work and the kids were like, man, you you're went a mess. To a, you went to a burn unit. I went to a burn unit. Yeah, they were just like, you're a fucking mess. <laughs> Well, this this hair of mine takes a village. I'm, but, but I'm totally alone, and uh, I probably need well, a good you know, shaping. It's in parts, it looks good. Like there's, yeah, there's some of it that came together. Yeah, I mean, I'm blessed with a great head of hair. I mean, I am. It's it's. I don't have to color it, but it is curly, and you know, it's kind of it's kind of as my mother says, you need shaping. But, <laughs> Your mom uh, always there for you. <laughs> Yeah, my mom hadn't seen me in a year, and then she looks at me and she frowns and goes, "Curly hair needs shaping." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But you know, I I've won best hair awards four years in a row, so I have the, a. It's certain, not best hairstyle. No, it's best it's hair. Best hair. Yeah, I have the best hair with the worst style. Hair. Yeah, I do have great <laughs> hair with a bad style.
Um, so I was pulling it. I'm having a hard morning, you know, it was taking me a lot of time and I wanted to get to my breakfast and blah, 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 blah. And then I wake up, I look at the news and it's these assholes again who, um, won't take the vaccine. It's just driving me crazy. And I always say, I always go, why won't they take the fucking vaccine? And, um, Gary was, somebody was telling me an article they read in Vanity Fair or something and. They went out and asked people who won't take the vaccine, and it just seems like they have a mistrust. They don't trust science. They also think there's something called shedding going on where the vaccine will shed and something battle. Now, that battle. is another one of their stupid ideas because yeah. they don't know anything. Yeah, no, it's total bullshit. It's, in other words, the scientists go, there's no such thing. You can't shed your vaccine, and by shedding, they mean that it's going to the vaccine is going to go on to someone else, which sounds good right. to me. You touch actually. him and then you get vaccine. <laughs> yeah. It's just some nutty science that people who flunk science are, are busy touting. So, you know, you read this and you just get so annoyed because the vaccine is such a miracle. I mean, we're in, a, you know, and they also say some of these people believe that the COVID-19 really isn't that bad, that they're all lying, that people right. aren't really dying. That it's a go, hoax. Yeah. And they also feel that they are pretty healthy and the people who are dying are just old and that they're going to be fine if they get the COVID-19. And so. And these are all just thoughts that they feel nothing based on science. They have no. talked to one scientist to determine how they should think about this. Nor do they care to because they don't trust the government. Well, I mean, you could, well, they don't have any friends, but I was like, well, I, maybe I they woke have a scientific up, friend. I woke up and I was angry with people I imagine who won't get the vaccine. Like I was saying, oh, Richard's parents probably won't get it. But, but Richard's parents, in fact, did get it. Of course, so. they're patriotic people. Right. They care about others. Yeah. And then it's just a bummer because, um, you know, now they're saying the CDC is or the whoever approves the drug. They're saying that for kids 12 and up, they'll be able to get vaccinated, which will get us all back into schools and get things opened again. And and then, you know, there's going to be a whole bunch of people go, no, no, no. The vaccine causes autism. They don't have any proof of that. They, they'll right. just start with that. But that's, you know, that's again what we're dealing we, with. I have a. I have a, uh, a an acquaintance I would call this person, and uh, their their child is on the spectrum. Yeah, and you know what they say whenever the child manages to do something like the child is in occupational therapy and has special teachers and all this stuff, and when the right. kid does something right, they say, "Oh, it's because we cleaned out his ears and now he can hear what we want him to hear." Mm. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. All those teachers are doing nothing. It's when they clean out his ears. And I'm like, what are you saying? You don't clean your child's ears ever? And so the child can't hear? That's what you're telling me? Well, so I just remember. Nothing, nothing that they say even makes any sense. It's yeah. stupid. Yeah, it's just dealing with dummies. And like like Richard's dad didn't believe in dentists, so I was afraid that he wouldn't believe in the vaccine. But right, right. Evidently, he does. He was like, yeah, his sister went to one of them dentists and she got all, she was in bad shape. But, uh, now that Wolfie, Wolfie, I heard his mom won't get the vaccine. She's like, 
Hey, Wolfie, can you explain to me why your mom won't get the vaccine? What's up with that? You must be going nuts with her. So, so this is crazy on a lot of levels. So my mom's sister died of COVID. Wow. Just a few months back. And, uh, for example, she showed up at my house this weekend. Your mom? Or your, it. My, your my, mom. my mom just showed up unannounced and I wouldn't let her in the house. Right. My, my kids actually took a mask outside so that they could talk to her and they haven't seen her much over the course of this last year. And, uh, she refused to wear the mask. She, she stood there for a couple minutes and then, and then drove away. So what's she, her deal? Uh, a couple things. I mean, she's she's all into all this conspiracy theory stuff. Oh. She doesn't know what the side effects will be, so she's mm. she's refusing. How old to get a woman it. is she? She's got to be. She, she's about sixty-seven. Wow. How's her diet? Is she like di- meticulous about what she eats? No. <laughs> no of course not. not. <laughs> no. The, the same thing. She she's consuming things that are far worse than what the vaccine would be. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's created a major rift in the family. It's, it's, it's really stressful. Uh, I haven't spoken to her since that day she showed up on my porch. So when you like, like, do you call her and she won't speak to you or she's mad at, you know, like, or are you mad at her and won't speak to her? Oh, no, it's, it's not that. I mean, I would, I would, I was actually, I'd like to call her now and have her explain herself to you. I mean, I would call her in two seconds. I'd call I don't her. Give a I'll sh- talk to her. Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll, you want me to try to get her up? What if Go ahead, get her up. theory she believes in? I mean, is oh, she I one mean, of the, is she like, what is that? QAMOM? QAnon? Yes. QAMOM. Yes. QAMOM. So she, she spends, she told me that, that at, I think at the high point, she was spending two to three hours a day researching things. She's, she's always looking for answers. She's, she's going deeper. And all this what happens. Is she, I, she, what is she, uh, Encyclopedia, Encyclopedia Britannica's junior? I mean, who is she? I, 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 I have no idea. Was she but, a teacher? Was she a teacher? What, I mean, growing up, where did, like, where did she get an education? Who taught her how to research? Yeah. She, she, she worked at uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Factory. That's, that's where she worked. <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a credential. Wouldn't you, if you worked at the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup company, and I'm, I'm not putting that down, it's, it's honest work, but, wouldn't you leave the science to somebody else? I would. <laughs> she didn't even you, make the Reese's peanut butter cup. Wow. She just worked at the factory. You, right. you would think so. I mean, we, we've had we've had so many arguments when uh, when Hillary was running for office. She told my kids she had them for a weekend. She told them if Hillary gets elected, uh, Mexicans are going to come to our house and kill us. Like she told <laughs> she told my kids. <laughs> And like, how do you explain that to like a seven year old? Like, oh yeah, your your grandma's you know a little crazy. It, it, uh, it's it's so stressful. It really is. Hey, hey, we're doomed. And this happened right at the time everybody was getting really stupid. This yeah. this pandemic. So they killed where us. did um, they really where can't did, handle it? Where did you grow up? So I grew up in in uh, central Pennsylvania, uh, like uh, right 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 next to Hershey. Is that near the Amish, or that has nothing to yeah, do with yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the it's the county connected to Lancaster County. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so they have they have signs. My my hometown, what? they have signs that are anti mask mask signs, like business <laughs> businesses saying we will not require you to wear a mask in our business, and they're they're all over the town. Well, it's crazy because down in Florida, 
I mean, I have I have all kinds of thoughts. Like one thing I'll say about the Amish, when you fuck with them, they shun you. They just throw you yeah. out of the community. Like we should just nationally shun anyone who doesn't have the vaccine. You know, I'm all for a card, like a, a card that identifies who got the vaccine. I want that. Uh, I'm all for it. I'm all I'm all for the government invading these assholes' privacy because that's all they're worried about. But down here in Florida, there's some fucking weird story that that there's a, a private school where if you've been vaccinated, you can't teach there. You can't. I, heard, I read that headline. Is that true? Yeah, here, here it is. I, I, I mean, I assume this is true, but I can't believe it. Uh, a video went viral. Oh, hey, here, hold on. I'll read this to you. What do I do with it? Can I find this? I got to talk about this too about Matthew McConaughey running for governor. Oh, he's uh, running for governor too. Well, now I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you all about split. it. Do I vote for Caitlin or Matthew? <laughs> well, Matthew's running in Texas. Oh, he's running for governor in Texas. Where the fuck is that story of the school oh, dear. in Florida? I think Does I, anybody I, know where you put the story? Oh, here it is. Private school. Oh, here I got it. Okay. A private school in Florida is barring teachers who've gotten a COVID-19 vaccination from having any contact with students. Sentner Academy has barred teachers who have received the COVID vaccine from being near students and said any teachers who get the vaccine over the summer may not be allowed to return to work. This is the bizarro world we're living in. Some teachers have also told their students they should not hug their vaccinated parents because of a made up phenomenon called vaccine shedding. The school also has discouraged mask use. Lila Sentner, the school's owner, told teachers, if you want to get the vaccine, this is not going to be the right school for you. Uh, this vaccine shedding theory is the latest that it's just a made up theory that vaccinated people can shed their vaccine and pass it to others and that it can cause a woman to have menstrual cycle changes and even a miscarriage. The CDC has already said there is absolutely no way any of this is possible and has recommended pregnant women even get vaccinated. So, again, they don't trust the government. The government's going to fuck them. The government wants to take away their children. The government wants to get them sick. They have no, they, they, they get their and, scientific information. And the information. of it, I don't understand. Like, if the government was doing all that stuff, what would they be doing it for? Right. But 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 also, they get all their scientific information from, like, Marvel movies. Like, look what happened to Bruce Banner. He was a good doctor. He got the gamma rays and he became the Hulk. Man, man, what do you think is going to happen? But at least in the movies and in the cartoons, whoever's doing the thing that they're afraid of has a motive. What is the motive of the government to make you sick? We have a government that can't get anything done. We can't even build roads. You You think they're behind getting you sick? Um, by the way, I only wish the vaccine would shed. That would be wonderful. We have herd immunity in a week. I just go rub them. Right. <laughs> I just rub these And then people. we could have herd immunity. Can you imagine this school? I don't know what this school is, but can you imagine what else you're teaching these kids? They're, this is their... they're sending out people into the world. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Well, this must be one of those new schools I've read about where you graduate stupider than when you went in. <laughs> like, you go in smart and they make you That's stupid. Right. 
Well, there have been experts who have said uh, parenting and teaching is the uh, is the degeniusing of children. Hey, Wolfie, you know, that... They're fine until they get a hold. We get a hold of them. Hey, Wolfie, is that really your mom on the phone? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, let me talk. Let me handle this. What is her name? Mrs. Wolfie? <laughs> uh, Barb. 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 Hey, what's up? Welcome. Uh, hello. Thank you. Uh, not much. Having a good day. Good. Hey, Barb. Uh, you know, I love Wolfie. He's working here now. I love your son. <laughs> uh, that's good because sometimes uh, he um, drives me crazy. I know. He was telling us. No. Barb, I wanted to talk to you about your stance. I'm trying to understand. You're you're mm-hmm. around my age, you know. The the right. uh, you certainly, I would assume, read what's going on with COVID nineteen, what's happening in India, how people are dying from it. Your own sister, I'm, and by the way, I'm sorry to hear that your sister died of COVID. Uh, that's a mm-hmm. horrible but thing. But she was not treated. All they gave her no treatment. Right, and so. Let's say um, the odds, if you do get COVID, are probably not good, you know, being of a certain right. age. I don't right. know if you have under, do you have underlying conditions? Uh, just a little bit of high blood pressure because of Wolfie. Right. What? <laughs> t- explain to me the best way you can, so I understand, because I'm upset about people who won't get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Explain to me why you're against getting vaccinated. There's actually several reasons, and one uh, just recently happened to us. My mother got it, and a few days after she got her second one, uh, that morning uh, she could not respond at all. It almost was like a stroke, and then the nursing home never even took her to the hospital, and uh, she couldn't talk. Uh, She couldn't move. And then uh, I know of other cases like that, too, like uh, actually just right before uh, I heard from you, uh, I saw a 16-year-old got it, and she had died from it nine days after. So I'm hearing things like that, and then uh, I researched it. And another reason is uh, for myself, I've been taking um, the 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C, the 5,000 milligrams of vitamin D a day, zinc, I don't touch my face, you know, I try to keep everything sanitized. I have one of the lights, you know, I, I go through my routine. And, so you um, think, I you that. think. Has, has her mother recovered? Yes. What's that? Yeah. Your mother, in other words, your mother had a reaction to the vaccine, but she's recovered. In right. other words, right. Okay. And Verna's, so, Verna mm-hmm. is, mom, Verna is almost 90 years old. She, she's got every right. other health issue in the world. That could have been anything going on. Has nothing to do with the mm-hmm. vaccine. Well, by the mm-hmm. way, you know, my parents are 93 and 97. They've both gotten the vaccine and they're fine from it. You know, mm-hmm. but I just thing. wanted to point out, she told us all the horrible things, but she didn't tell us her right. mother was fine now. Now, now, yeah, uh, she's fine. Yeah. Barb. You know, you read the statistics on the vaccine. It's been very safe. Mm -hmm. People aren't dropping dead from it, but they are dropping dead from COVID. It would Mm -hmm. seem to me also as a humanitarian, you wouldn't want to pass it on to other people. And and odds are, if you get it, you're probably not going to live through it. It seems like an incredible risk. Really, really sick. 
Now, uh, yeah, yeah, I know it, it could happen, uh, but there is treatment. I just talked to uh, one of the nurses locally. She said locally we have three people now, and they started this immune therapy. And she yeah, but said, why go uh, through that, Barb? Doing better. But, Barb, why mm. go through that? I mean, you can be completely yeah. immunized, and you'll be able to get back to your life. You'll be able to see your grandchildren. You'll be able to, to, to hang out with Wolfie and the kids. I mean, you'll have a yeah, full I life. I mean, you pu- you probably have ingested weirder stuff in your life than the the brand new vaccine that has been tested. I mean, the best treatment well, going forward well, is not, not really. getting it. Uh, I think uh, people are guinea pigs, and uh, like what I'm. All right, so we've all tried it. Robin's tried it. I've tried it. Wolfie's tried it. Mm-hmm. We've all had it. My parents have had it. So we're the guinea pigs. We've done it. Millions of us have done but it, and we're also fine. she's a guinea pig. What do you know about all of the foods you ingest? Do you know everything that's written on the side of a box when you pick it up and eat your cereal? No. No, you don't. So you're a guinea yeah, pig, no. too. You've already been one. In fact, you've, you've probably been a guinea pig for stuff that's less tested than the COVID vaccine. And, and and certainly, you know, it doesn't even do you any good. It doesn't have anything but sugar in it. Mm-hmm. Take a chance. I, Go I get know. the vaccine. I, I, and get- I, I, what, I'm, what I'm worried about is eventually, uh, uh, say, like in a year or two, you know, the uh, immune, your immune system. Like our bodies Barb, are hey, naturally. Barb, Barb, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Your life's so great. So in a year or two, if they, you check out from it, who cares? You know what I'm saying? It's not well, like you're I having a party. Living. Yeah, I, I haven't either. I don't want to die. I, uh, Barb, I don't want to die. Don't think I have some kind of mm-hmm. death wish. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation with her, Howard, one day. She she told me, I'm not going to live in fear. I think she said it 50 times in, in 20 minutes. And I just said, what does mm-hmm. that even mean? I'm not going to live in fear. It, it doesn't make any sense. You, you, we've well, got a I pandemic. Living. I still went on vacations. I, you know. I just yeah, but, never but Barb, living. so enjoy your life. Go get the vaccine so you can get back to living. Yeah, you, you were saying you she want to take never a cru- stopped, Howard. <laughs> you, you're saying you want to take I, a cruise. I, did. I this- never did stop. The only thing Barb, I did were you ever, was, were you ever uh, as Barb. visit the grandkids. Barb, hmm. were you ever a smoker? No. Were you ever an, uh, no. an abuser? You know, not an abuser, but are you ever imbibing alcohol? No, she, she's like no, half I Amish, I Howard. I don't do any of that. <laughs> oh, she's Amish. Okay. Almost, almost. No, I, yeah. I Mom, don't like, do that. Mom, you want to take a cruise this fall, right? When you show up for this cruise yeah. and they say, have you been vaccinated? They're not going to let you on the boat. You need to get well, vaccinated. I about that. I actually paid to start to go again, but um, I thought, well, I'll just travel to the United States. So that's my next step. I went all over the world now. It's time to go, you know, the United States. Yeah, that is true. I mean, you know, uh, if they block me from that, we talked about that. Actually, you, we can, uh, the Barb, cards are just card stock. We can make our own. <laughs> Barb, uh, you have been on a plane? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we never stopped living, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I understand. Did you stop living? No, you never stopped living. Are you going to live well, in know. You know, uh, Barb, I mean, I'll tell you this. Like, <clears> I'll tell you this, Barb. I, I think, I think mm-hmm. what's going on is... You know when you you know when polio broke out in our mm-hmm. world, the effects were so devastating that people went and got vaccinated, and mm-hmm. of course we eradicated polio from the world. 
And for some right. reason, with this uh, COVID-19, there is a disbelief, a very weird phenomenon. There's a disbelief that, oh, I'm not going to die from this. I can't tell you how many people I know who are dead from this or had serious hospitalization and have um, damaged their lungs from this. And yet there's some sort of weird belief that if I get it, it won't affect me. It's the strangest thing. And you're one of those people. Mm -hmm. You really think you're going to beat the odds. And then when they interview you on the news and you're taking your last breath, you go, oh, I should have gotten that vaccine. I mean, Barb, we have a scientific gift. We got something that can eliminate the the horrors of COVID-19. We can get back and you won't participate. Don't you think that's unbelievable? You're one of those people. Well, the- the M- the mRNA is actually uh, a new technology. It's actually yes. amazing, but I don't think they know enough about it. You know, who, because of who's the new they? system. You're- who, who's they that don't know enough about it? Barb, well, your sister. Your Barb, how old was your sister when she got COVID? She, she was 68. Okay. She's dead. She died. Mm-hmm. She st- And it probably was a horrible death. She probably suffocated it her was. own lungs. You want that? It was horrific, horrific. You'd rather she risk had a lot that of underlying conditions. She never it's took me. care of herself, you know. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, a lot of people mm-hmm. who took care of themselves have gotten this and died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mom, you're, yeah, you're the Barb, 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 Barb listen to me. Allergies. I have a lot of allergies, and that's another reason I'm. And uh, of course, some of the statistics too, people. I had uh, even the IVP die, different ones. I actually talked to the doctor on Friday about it. And Do you I take uh, like allergy medication? Uh, I just take a, like a Claritin. That's it. But do you know what's what is Claritin? that? Yeah. Don't, haven't you read the research? Uh, on Claritin? Uh, not really. It's just why would you? Why would you take allergy. that? Why do you yeah, trust my- Claritin? Mom, I read one guy that took Claritin died last year out of, out of 20 million, so you should probably look into it. Is that really true? No, no. I'm just, no. It's, You're I'm making just, stuff being, up. I'm, I'm talking no, my reality. My point is, the moment she gets that allergy, she just pops that Claritin in her mouth, never does any research on it, never has no. done. All of a exactly. sudden, she's a mm-hmm. researcher. Did a doctor yeah, recommend? Did a doctor recommend you take Claritin? No, uh, we've moved around a lot more grass here, and uh, it seems like since I moved here and there's farm real close, yeah. like um, a couple weeks ago, it seemed like it was bothering me, you know, and I thought, well, maybe it's just yeah, an So, Barb, Barb, my point is, you know as much about Claritin as you know about COVID-19 mm-hmm. vaccine, and your sister died of COVID-19. You're not going to beat COVID-19. You might. But you're probably not based on your age. And if you do you'll survive, your quality of life afterward could be miserable. Mm-hmm. You could have lung issues. Your heart could be damaged. You have no idea what it's going to do to you. you could, it also leaves some people with long-term problems. Mm-hmm. I spoke to one yeah, guy, I went on a respirator. He came out of the hospital. They're trying to teach him how to walk again. I mean, yeah. it's crazy mm-hmm. stuff, this COVID. It ain't something to play with. Barb, I want you to get the vaccine today. I really do. She goes to the same place they're giving out the vaccine to get her allergy medication. Would you go get the vaccine today and stop the nonsense so you don't end up like your sister? Uh, 
please. I'm begging. Hey, you. Know, right before you called tonight, somebody sent me somebody like the 16-year-old. I'm, I'm seeing so much of the negativity. You yeah, know, there, and there, I know there's you always going to be that. <laughs> Stop looking at so much. You didn't do that with Clarendon. <laughs> Don't do it. With just uh, trust me. I've, I, I'm a, I'm a pretty bright guy. Mm-hmm. I got three daughters yeah, I who I love yeah. dearly. They're all vaccinated. They're all frontline mm-hmm. type workers. They 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 they're fine. Everyone's fine. And you should mm-hmm. live a long life. You're a nice woman. I can tell you raised a wonderful son. You. You need to get vaccinated. You're you're playing with fire. I don't want to see you die. Go enjoy your yeah, life. The only, the only uh, I know this might sound unbelievable. The only vaccine I've ever had in my life was the polio. We never got them when we were kids. Right. I did have the measles. I had the mumps. You know, uh, we never. Now my kids were vaccinated. You know, and I'm going to tell you something else. Got I got the um, I got the shingles vaccine. It's a miracle. You don't want to have shingles. Have you had shingles? No, I actually got the first one, but uh, that was another thing I just talked to the doctor about. I need to call my insurance, and apparently you have to have it ordered. Yeah, you, the you, there's a new. Isn't working. There was a, a miracle in our lives. There's a new shingles vaccine that um, is 95 percent effective against shingles. You'll never get it. Mm-hmm. Go get that mm-hmm. too. You don't want to get it. Yeah. Trust me, Mom. You get a flu shot, we- right? I did because uh, we were going oh. on a trip, and I thought so, Barb. Barb, stop we the nonsense. Tune out, tune out. Last Barb. January. Barb, listen to me. Tune out all the nonsense. Stop looking at the internet. There's so many kooks on there. You're getting, you're getting kookified. <laughs> you go get your vaccine, Barb. You do it today. You'll see your grandchildren. Wolfie only wants you to get it because he loves you. He doesn't want to lose you. He doesn't want to see mm-hmm. you die a horrible death like your sister. Well, well that's, that's the only thing that bothers me is, like, uh, he's holding the kids from me. And then finally, I, I drove down the other week, and I said, uh, I don't want to yeah, see I you. Know. I just want to see them. And he acted so weird. You know, Barb, we're, like, 20 feet apart. Barb, he did it to protect you. If his kids have COVID, which, you know, chances are they wouldn't have a severe reaction to it, but they could pass it on to you. He was trying to protect you. You're playing with fire. You're being silly. You go get your vaccine, you're going to feel great. You're going to feel like Superwoman because you're going to walk around and say, you know what? I'm not going to die like my sister died. I can go see my grandkids. My son's trying to protect me. You got to get back to reality. You're getting the flu vaccine. You're getting, you got the polio vaccine. You've got, you've been vaccinated. You know that science works. We're very blessed. Thank God for the people who invented this. Thank God for Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson well, well, thank, and Johnson. Thank God for Trump and his uh, warp speed, right? Okay, oh, good. Boy. We like warp speed, and we love and we <laughs> love President end. Biden, who and we love President Biden, who also yeah, right. <laughs> made it. Hold on, Barb, who made it possible to distribute this thing two million doses the other day. Well, thank goodness so, for Trump that had all set up. That's all absolutely. I well, thank I mean, goodness. we can only take care of thank one thing Barb. at a time. But I would like to say to Barb that uh, President Biden has gotten elected and no Mexicans have showed up at Wolfie's house to kill his children. Isn't that a miracle? <laughs> Actually, Barb. in Westchester, I heard uh, there was an illegal that killed somebody yesterday. Uh, yeah, the there's before. only illegals committing crimes in the United in States. PA. Right. Barb, mm-hmm. you, did you tell your grandchildren that if uh, if uh, if Biden won, that uh, the Mexicans Hillary. would come to their house? Well, if Hillary won, the Mexicans no, I, would come to the house and kill them. 
No, uh, I didn't say that. Not exactly so, like that. No. So, mom, mom, I, I how, do how, think that there's people. Mom, how ahead, should Murphy. I? How should I punish your grandchildren? Because apparently they lied when they said that. What should I do to them for lying? And uh, we're not allowed to talk <laughs> politics anymore. Well, why would you tell? Listen, don't scare the grand. Whether you said it or not, it sounds I told to me them like not to live kids, in fear. You told them to live in fear. <laughs> They're just going to get killed by not Mexicans. To, but don't live in, live in fear. fear. Not to live in fear. Then why would you tell them that the Mexicans are going to come to their house and kill them? I didn't Mom. say it like that. See, that's the thing. How did you say? It? How did you? How did you? How did you say it? I just said that we need to protect our borders. And we don't know who's coming in over the borders, you know. So, I so they you say they you say fear. you don't You're live in fear, in. Barb. You don't live in fear, but you live in fear of the vaccine. Is that accurate? And the Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I love, I, I love Central America and down in the Mexico. I was just there right before all this happened. I love I love the area. Mom, it's true, a beautiful true or area. False? Mom, true or false? Did you tell your grandchildren that Hillary Clinton kills babies? True or false? I said she believes in abortion, and uh, <laughs> I didn't agree on that. How old are your kids, Wolfie? <laughs> I mean, at the time this happened, they were, uh, my youngest was six. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma. Grandma's coming to town. <laughs> the here's a bedtime story for you. You know, you know, Barb, you always, your motto is, I don't live in fear. I got to tell you, just based on this conversation, I'd say you fear everything. You're a very fearful woman. Oh. Oh my! Uh, but Barb, here's I, I my point. Really, uh, I, I here's believe my protecting, point. but then the protecting is the, the vaccine, right? <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, you I know you. I know you're mm -hmm. a fan of the Supreme Leader, um, uh, President El Presidente Trump. You know he right. very quietly went and got vaccinated. Did you know that? Yeah, I do know that he did. You're, you you admire Trump, right? You, you like El Presidente. Right. You like the supreme leader. I do. You like a, you like to be uh, led I, by the supreme leader who only loves you and and uh, and, and and has complete. Um, he's such he's such an empathic he guy. He's worried the about vaccine. you. Yeah, he made the vaccine. Wait, so, you guys used to be friends. Of course, if the supreme leader is t is going and getting the vaccine, why is Barb not getting it? And he even had it, so he has antibodies. I don't know why he even got it, but I exactly. Guess just, so why well, it must be it? safe then, Barb? And the yeah, supreme leader's toady, the supreme leader's toady, Mike Pence went and got the shot. Mm -hmm. So Melania if the supreme leader, the shot. if the if the most beautiful supreme leader's wife and the supreme leader's uh, right hand henchman got it, why are you not getting it? Yeah, I know. It, there was just uh, a lot of things that I read, and I guess I just swayed away. Well, the from supreme leader who know the supreme leader who fast tracked all of this, he mm -hmm. loves the vaccine. He went and got it right into his arm. He didn't wait two seconds. So the supreme leader knows more than you. He's checked it all out. Mm -hmm. So why don't you believe in your supreme leader and go get vaccinated? You're praising Trump for warp speed for something that you think is dangerous to take. So why would Trump do that to you? He loves you. He's such a conscientious man. He he oh, he looks over everything. He's uh, he's on top of everything. So why wouldn't you trust Supreme Leader? Mm -hmm. 
So well, you have a call. Get it. This vaccine uh, and something happens, or uh, I bet you're going to feel bad. No, what? I'm going to feel good when you get it. I'm, I'm saying this with all due respect, and I, I don't take it lightly that your sister died. You mm-hmm. lost your beloved sister to COVID nineteen. Enough said. Right. And your supreme leader who invented the vaccine, according to him. You know, who needs scientists when you have supreme leader who's the ultimate genius who wins at golf every time he plays? If he's checked it out oh, and to put it in his arm. Cheats too. <laughs> Maybe he does. Who would say that about the supreme leader? You don't want to get your head chopped off. <laughs> what I'm saying is you must you must get the vaccine. It's not mm-hmm. a question. Hey, go get it. You'll be fine. I promise. Yeah. And there is a lot of people like me. Uh, you right, know, I know there's a lot of people that. Yeah, stop and, reading the internet. Of, the, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a well, lot. Sounds like there. your I mom is going to do the right thing. I don't know. You're going to you, get you, off you, the phone <laughs> and she'll get right back on and find I, another I story. I haven't heard a yes, Howard. I have not yeah. heard a yes from her. Barb, can we take the leap? woman who took the polio yeah, vaccine right down the road they have it and they, they actually even had it right where i live here you know you could there you go get it go go protect yourself don't end up like your sister you don't want to die like that it's, it's a horrible death mom you know? remember when you experimented with that stun gun and shocked me when i was a kid to test it out just do the same thing with the vaccine just test it and and i guarantee you know what get the vaccine call in next week let us know how you're doing i guarantee you, you're going to feel great yeah, but see, you don't know until the second shot. That's right. I was actually so going to do the, the one shot. I was going to do the Johnson. I thought, I'll, I'll do the Johnson. And then uh, all this negativity came out about that. And then So get the Moderna, get the I, Pfizer. Get the Moderna, get the Pfizer. You know, my wife, she got the shot. Um, she had a, a, a bit of a reaction the second day. My mother's 93. She She had no reaction. My father had no reaction. I had no reaction to both shots. I had no reaction. Robin had no reaction. Yeah. Which one did you take? I took Pfizer and you took Moderna, right, Howard? Yes. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It was a big nothing. The shot I've didn't had, even hurt. I have the flu vaccine. I've had the shingles vaccine. I wish I had been vaccinated against uh, HPV when I was young. I wish all these vaccines I would take. I would take Barb, every I don't know single if you know one it, of them. But I was a nurse, and so I used to have to regularly take vaccines and tetanus shots to make sure my patients were safe. So I've oh, had lots okay. of vaccines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to, I definitely, when I hang up, I'm going to call and do the shingles right away. Get my, I guess they have to order it. So yes, I'm going to do good. that. And then, uh, I, I don't know. I heard they even closed the place that where everybody was going here because they weren't getting enough of people. Barb, Barb, so to see, see we're not talking about the shingles vaccine. I don't know why you trust that, but you don't trust El Presidente uh, Trump's uh, vaccine. But you, you love him. Go get his vaccine. Get the, call it the Trump vaccine, okay? Okay. Go get the Trump vaccine. El Presidente guy. I'll, I'll, wear my, I'll wear my hat while I get it, too. Yeah, wear your MAGA hat. There you go. <laughs> go ahead and say I, I, all praise to and my El Presidente. And write him and say thank you, El Presidente, for giving me the COVID vaccine. 
There you Mom, go. Ca- right. Carry your cardboard Trump standee with you when you go. I know you yeah, have, have my cardboard stands. And I put there over you go. Make it, a, make it a, a do an honoring for El Presidente, the, the demanding one. You get, go, go get the commander yeah. in chief. Go, go, go show people you I'll believe wear my in hat, him. Take my cut out and stand there and get my picture. Good, good for you, you go. Barb. There you go. Yes. I like a woman who, who, uh, who is political and believes in what she believes in. Okay. Are you going to get the vaccine? Okay. Barb? I, I'm a little nervous, but I'll. Uh, I'm, I'm headed that way. Say yes. Barb, say this th- is not an absolute. This is not a yes. Barb, think of your sister. Okay. Honor your sister. Your sister's Who are looking you at down about offending if you get the vaccine. Your sister's looking I'm not down at you. Anybody. Your your sister's looking down at you from heaven, saying, "Barb, this is not fun. What happened to me?" Are you all your buddies anti-vax? Uh, many of them aren't. Mm, right. That's what she's worried about. Now she got to go in and say to her friends, "Well, I got it." Well, we only have a hundred more million, hundred million more people to go through, and then we'll have. I know one at a time. You think mm. <laughs> we're going to get them? That's a hundred million more <laughs> well, my, shows. My community where I live, everybody got it. I think I'm the only one that didn't. Well, then what does that tell you? Are they all fine? Or is the community wiped out? (laughs) And you know what? If we all drop dead from the vaccine, Barb, you don't want to be the only one left. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) They send out a brochure every month to see, you know, if anybody's missing, then you know they died. So it's coming out, I guess, next week. So I'll have to check. I want to tell you a little. Don't wait for the newsletter. I'll give you another reason (laughs) to get the vaccine, Barb. And this is real science from real doctors. If you don't get it, and enough Americans don't get it, mm-hmm. the virus will mutate. And what we're trying to do is dampen the effect of this virus so that it becomes no more dangerous than a cold. Instead of people dying, you'll get a couple of sniffles and that'll be the end. But the only way that happens is we got to stop the mutations which are the the virus is smarter than we are and can change rapidly. If you get it and your grandchildren get it and everyone gets it, we will then defeat. You've heard of herd immunity. We will defeat the virus. We'll win like we won against polio. Mm -hmm. So you got to do it also for, for your grandchildren and do it for the world and do it for the people around you and the ones you love, even Wolfie. Do it for everyone. Don't you, you want this to turn into India? You're so worried about third world countries coming over here. You want to turn into India and have Wolfie burn your body in the backyard because we have nowhere to bury you? Use your head. Yeah, that is scary. Yeah, you got to do this. This is, we, 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 we're all, we all are relying on one another. And El, and I'm going to leave you with the words of El Presidente, the the, the commander, the the, El, the great commander, the supreme leader, the supreme leader. Mm-hmm. He said it's a great vaccine, it's a safe vaccine, and it is something that works. Everybody, go get your shot. That's a quote from your supreme leader, El Comandante. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. That ain't from Fauci. That's from your hero. That's your that's your MAGA guy. Go make America great again and get the vaccine, okay? Okay. The supreme leader would never mislead you. So you're promising to get the vaccine? Okay, I'll, I'll 
go over and see if they're opened. If not, I'll have to find out where they are. All right. Fair enough. We're going to check back next week. I'm happy, Barb. You're going to. You're gonna, yes, I am. I'm going to. I'm telling you what, Barb. You're going to save your grandchildren's life. You're going to save my life. You're going to save your own life. Only wish your sister had been able to get this vaccine. It would have been a gift. She never I would have died. I wish they would have at least treated her. Well, I mean, that if she terrible. had the vaccine. It drain her lungs. Uh, it was horrific. Well, you don't want to end up like that. They might not drain your lungs, but they have a vaccine to keep you from getting in that condition. So they, they are recommending. They have some uh, treatment, too. They do, but, but you, you don't, don't want to get want to that. But you don't want to get the disease, Bob. No, you got to stop I the know. variants. Mm-hmm. You go get that vaccine card, and then you show it to Wolf. You'll get to see your grandchildren. That's going to be the prize. And, and your cruise your- ship will be happy to see you, too. And then you can tell the grandkids yeah. about the Mexicans are going to come over and and, uh, and kill them. <laughs> they you know, miss the kids, the, the actually, kids miss stories. The kids miss your bedtime stories. It's like a very nice place to move. Maybe we need to start moving down to Mexico. There you go. There, now you have the right idea. Mexico, it's a great country. and But the mm-hmm. sooner you get vaccinated, the sooner you can get back to scaring the children about the Mexicans. Okay? <laughs> but you know what? The, really, and actually, maybe this is, uh, we actually had a company, well, the company I work for, went right. down to Mexico, and uh, they were actually uh, stopping people, and they just rob you, you know. So it was getting bad, the cartel. Right. That's right. You know, the so cartel that's are going to be. Well, that's good. This is why I need you alive and healthy. These grandchildren of yours are very uh, naive when it comes to Mexicans and Hillary <laughs> Clinton and her killing yes. of the babies. Yes. Uh, should they need their grandma. To really enlighten them. Like maybe they don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it, not me. <laughs> I mean, Wolfie is filling these kids' heads with liberal nonsense. I mean, can you imagine? He's telling them that Hillary Clinton is a, an experienced senator and 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 uh, first lady. It's horrible what he said. He's not even telling the kids that yeah, Hillary's killing babies. Yeah, what if you're babies. not around and can tell them the other side? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Wolfie's saying, let's get more Mexicans in the country (laughs) you know you remind me of you're almost you know what they call you barb the alex jones of grandmas you you visit the house (laughs) and teach the kids we need you barb we need you and wolfie's children need you very very desperately yes you're not paranoid at all No, the, those grandchildren need to hate everyone, and uh, you're the only hope we have that they're going to hate everyone. <laughs> you know, I, I, I got to tell you a funny story, Barb. I'm talking to Wolfie the other day, and he's telling me how he's filling the kids' uh, heads with nonsense about global warming. He's telling them that the, 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 the global warming is the dangerous. The ice caps are melting. Can you believe he said that to them? Can you believe this guy? I mean, uh, you you got to stay on the planet to set these kids straight. <laughs> And 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 Wolfie, listen to this, Barb. This is go- this is what's going to make you get the vaccine. Wolfie's telling his kids that gay people are people. They're what? That there's nothing that they're, wrong with. There's them. nothing wrong with them, and that they're people. You need to get over well, there and. Te- oh, wait a second! What just happened? Uh, there's a crack. <laughs> what 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 just happened? Gay people are normal. They are people. I have gay friends. They're very nice people. Oh. Okay, okay, whoa. But mom, Wolfie, but mom, gay people go to hell, right? <laughs> Everybody's a sinner. 
Okay. So I'm not to judge you. Are gay people going to hell, Barb? I have no idea. I'm not going to be there the day, you know. Right, I don't right. know. I'm not okay. your judge. Well, all right. I'll tell you this, what Wolfie's telling the kids. Wolfie's telling the grandkids that the election was legitimate and fair and that Biden won. Mm -hmm. And this is what I mean. you got to get back to these kids and let them know the truth. Well, I do know the truth. And uh, actually, I just talked to one of our senators in uh, Pennsylvania here, and they... <sighs> Uh, went door to door and found out that uh, people shouldn't have voted. Uh, they had eight people vote and nobody oh, was God, eligible. <laughs> See, that's why, Barb, you have door to, to door. get Barb. You have information. Did you see that, Barb? You you went door to door with him. No, the senator said I didn't it. Go door to door, but why would uh, Ryan and the um, Diamond and the people from PEA? Why would they lie about that? I, I exactly. believe that they actually went door to door. They took volunteers, and I think they went. So to like why would why would Supreme Leader lie about the people. vaccine? You should be first in line to get the yeah. vaccine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I should. Yeah, of course. See, I'm, st I'm starting to change my mind. Maybe she shouldn't get vaccinated. <laughs> 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 Well, That's one thing I'm would saying. be you have a reason to keep her away from your kids. <laughs> no, the the other side, I get to be with his kids all the time. Yeah, well, the problem is, Wolfie, uh, you know, these kids are young. They can't be around you, too, uh, you know, so listen to me, Barb. Well, sometimes he takes a trip and he has me uh, going down and staying with them for a couple of days. And then they videotape me, you know, things like that. And they send the pictures to their parents. And I said, you can't expect it when it's free. You know, what you know, do you Barb, expect? Barb, you're a lovely hmm. woman. Go get your vaccine. You don't want to end up like your sister. Yeah, let's get... take care of one thing at a time. Right. Yeah. And I want <laughs> you to get over. Yeah. Listen, Wolfie's yeah, filling the your, your Wolf, The politics will come later. Wolfie's filling those kids with all kinds of crazy, crazy law, crazy rules. He told the kids that the earth is older than 4,000 years old the other day. She, you know, and that we come from apes. Can you imagine? Did he really? Yeah, he said we come from monkeys. Oh, he my. believes in that. Like we, he believes in evolution. There's something wrong with him. He's not a God fearing man. Mm, and I, and you, I told him, right. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we didn't come from monkeys, right? God created man and woman. That's right. You're you know, right. he actually is starting to tell them that a guy found a mammoth bone mm -hmm. the other day. Mm -hmm. Can you believe that? Yeah. Gee, so you need to... need to be back in school. Are they back in school yet? Well, the only well, reason they're not is they're at the grandma. Vaccine, they'll get there sooner. If, if you were a part but of the lives, you realize you that they'd all be back in school if they all had the vaccine. You understand that, right? Yeah, that probably would help. And, and uh, you would they, help. I mean, they never went, they weren't even going to school this year, so maybe they're being right. influenced by their dad too much. I'm right. getting a little so worried you need, here. So you go get your <laughs> vaccine and get back in on the scene and save those kids' lives, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they need Joe's <laughs> grandma. Oh, grandma, meanwhile, do you know Wolfie <laughs> told his children that Michelle Obama was born a woman? Well, I don't know about that. Well, everyone knows she was born a man. You got to get in there. Well, then she better uh, wear a different type of clothing. You know, some things right. are showing through. <laughs> All 
right. All right, Barb, go ahead. God bless, and, and come on, go get your vaccine, all right? Uh, yeah, because the world cannot do without somebody like me, right? Well, you're a special woman. I'll give you that. Well, we certainly don't <laughs> want you getting sick, Barb. That's all. all right. and selfishly, I don't want you getting anyone else sick. Mm-hmm. All right, you go out there. You don't want you don't want to you don't want to take this risk. You stop it and go get your vaccine. Okay. Okay. All right. You take care. All I right, love you, Barb. mom. I love you too. Mm. Well, you got a case there. Jesus. Wolfie, you, I'm so you, glad I had my mother. <laughs> Wolfie, how did uh, how did you turn out normal? I, I mean, I so I have distance. Like I had to move away because I I I can't deal with it. It this this is dealing with her is like every everything in life is like this. She's oh, so boy. stubborn. She gets her mindset on things. But I mean, you, you heard it. That's that's the way she is. Do you it's impossible? Do you think, based on my conversation with her, that she is going to get the vaccine? Uh, it's tough. I, I I would have to lean towards no, just based mm. on knowing her. I mean, there's a slight chance now. I think that's the most progress that's ever been made with her. But yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet my life on it. Jesus. I thought my mother didn't make any sense. <laughs> Your mom's really this is a whole new level. <laughs> Uh, we, uh, uh, Look at Robin, they, all grateful for her mother. Oh yeah, my mother was great. I I used to not get that woman cards. I'm gonna send them to her gravesite. Yeah, Robin, you I've heard you so talk great. about your mom, and I'm like, why are you complaining? <laughs> hey, hey, I hope your mom's still listening because uh, President Trump is on here, and he wants to tell her to, uh, Mr. President. I would. I need to encourage people to get my beautiful Trump brand vaccine. It's very beautiful. Well, you're right. And that's Joe is going to be very mad if you do. He's going to be very angry. Right. All right, Mr. Everybody. President. I've heard better impressions. Okay. <laughs> Who was it? I don't know. Certainly good impressions of Mr. Trump. It was like my president. You know. Hi, this is President Trump. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody doing today? Uh, go get my beautiful vaccine. You know what, Howard? I think that was an imposter. <laughs> yeah, that might have been a fake. <laughs> Ninety-seven people who do a great Trump. We have the one that can't go. <laughs> oh, I realize something about you, Wolfie. You know, it really makes sense to me now. The reason you go to and cover things like Fist Fest and all that stuff is like you're trying to figure out like people who live up like these on the edge lives. What's going on with them? I mean, it's it's your mom. She's like a real difficult person. I don't even yeah, think his it, mom tased him. Howard. Yeah, I mean, it, your mom it, tased you. Like my childhood was constantly just reading the room. You just had to figure <laughs> out what you had to give each person to kind of keep things stable. That's that's wow. what it was like every day. Was your dad nutty? Yeah, uh, yes, in in a sense. So they got married when they were sixteen and seventeen. So my oh, dad dear. was like, uh, my dad was like a race car driver, truck driver. You know, he'd go out drinking, and my mom like never smoked or drank or anything. So there was just constant conflict. Like if they said we were going on a road trip, I would like cry beforehand because I knew how <laughs> miserable it would be. The two of them locked together in a cell, just going back and forth with each other. Did they divorce or uh, did your dad die? 
uh, they divorced uh, my senior year in high school. They they stayed together for the kids. Like I have no idea why. <laughs> that great of them. No, like if if you're married and you're miserable and you're pushing this shit on your kids, just get divorced. It's so much easier on the kids. I wish they would have done it years and years earlier. Yeah, I always prayed my parents would get divorced. So did I. I think that's a theme in this group. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My, my, th- there's one story. There's one story about my mom real quick. They were fighting. My mom and dad were in the kitchen fighting, going back and forth. And my mom looked at my dad and she stuck her hand out and she yelled, demon be gone. <laughs> <laughs> they got married wow. when they were 16 and 17. And 17. Oh my God. Mm. Yeah. What a yeah, And as a kid to, to witness your mom, like, like curse someone or whatever that was. I, I, I that, that'll be etched in my brain forever. What a, what a fucking scene. Like just doing battle with her now. I was like, man, I don't know that I can win this one. I think I got through to her and probably, I think there's a 50% shot. She might go get the vaccine now because I think when I told her, you know, the Supreme leader, El Presidente, you know, created it. Yeah. She seemed to yeah. kind of like get that. But did you notice that she could, any little tributary, you know, if she could find a way to run to another conversation to get you off the vaccine, she'd go there. Like, you know, she was perfect. She read something. She heard something. She just read another. Yeah. In in our family, we call it barb logic. There's always (laughs) barb logic. No matter what you're talking about, she has this other thought on how things are supposed to be. And and you you can't And it's based in nothing. It's based on nothing. Yeah, something yeah, you she heard. heard. Yeah. Yep. It's a, just like it's a that senator. Of, he went door to door. Why yeah. does she believe that person and not other people? Right now, we're in a tug of war of logic and conspiracy going on in her head, and it's like conspiracy's winning, but maybe some logic came in from the phone call. I don't know. Yeah, every I once so. in a while, she seemed disappointed that she had no retort to what you were yeah. saying. She's like, darn, I'm in a corner and I don't know how to get out of it. Well, I figured out the best way to deal with her is just keep going. Your sister is dead. It's the only reality that the only thing that snaps her into reality. That like well, all her like, other. Yeah, but she, you know, like you said, the shingles vaccines, you know, she started talking about that. Oh, yeah, I got to call my doctor. I got to get that second shot. Well, why do you believe in that vaccine and not another? She goes, oh, I, yeah. I think a lot of these people are like, well. It all happened too fast. They didn't have time to test. But meanwhile, the shingles vaccine is brand new. Yeah. They had the same amount of time on that, I'm sure. She's just but in a the bubble. the same thing as the Crest store. She, they're giving the shot at a, at a drugstore near her. She goes to the Crest store, walks past the vaccine line, and gets the Crest store. She's in a bubble or of crazy. Or whatever she's getting. She's just in a bubble of crazy. Yeah. We got to get her out of it. Although I don't know what she's what she's telling your kids, I don't know, man. Maybe you don't want her around. Uh, we, we yeah, said, the we, vaccine was a good excuse. Yeah, we told her no who politics. Tells, when when yeah, you see I your mean, grandkids, t- you cannot talk politics at all because every time it's something insane like that. She told the six year old. <laughs> she told the six year old the Mexicans are going to come and kill him. <laughs> That's crazy. By the way, Mind earlier you, in the conversation, she's not going to get COVID, but. When the Mexicans get here, they're coming right to Wolfie's house. Yeah. By the way, earlier in the conversation, Wolfie was trying to say to his mother something about Claritin. 
that it's uh, Claritin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said, yes, yeah, somebody died from Claritin, but he was trying to scare her. He, the Claritin has never killed anyone. I was right. being sarcastic. Yes, that's yes. Not, yes. Just making that clear for anybody who might start buying into that conspiracy theory. I heard it on the Stern show. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. You know, the, the polio about they didn't treat her sister. I don't know what, what that is all about. There's nothing to do with anything. Nothing is based no. in, in reality. Yeah. Should be an interesting Mother's Day for you this Sunday. Yeah. What Something do you like get? <laughs> what do you buy for that woman? I, I sent her flowers. <laughs> did you? I did it. Why? I did it already. Yeah. <laughs> what for? I don't know. Why bother? Try, try, try to do the right thing. You know. Did you ever like decide to like just completely cut yourself off from your mother and just say, fuck it. I'm just not going to deal with this woman. I'm, all, I'm older now. I got my own family. She's just too out there. No, just because I don't know. I, I just I think I know how to handle her. I just I put that I, I separate the way that she is and I just deal with it. I. Is your father is that, still around? No, no, he he passed away. Robin, he I actually called in to to uh, tell the story about when my dad died, and it was a really emotional thing. But you weren't paying attention to the conversation at the time. Apparently like, oh. not. <laughs> Nobody cared, Wolf. Yeah, no one cared. <laughs> he was giving a eulogy for his father. Well, what happened? Yeah, you were like, your what, what happened? <laughs> was it a crazy story? Uh no. He, like I said, he just truck driver worked a hard life he had a heart attack while he was driving his oh. uh his tractor trailer oh sorry to hear that yeah yeah can't believe robin didn't care about that that's <laughs> uh, such an unusual story life is for the living <laughs> you know i know um i know somebody else who has like i know a couple of people who have really bad mothers i mean like real nut jobs and they too will not completely cut off their mother. They just, there's some sort of guilt. Like you have, maybe it's biblical, that must uh, honor thy mother and father, all that bullshit. Yeah. Like when your mother's, you know, your mother's doesn't have the mean gene, but I know moms who are super jealous of their kids and are just mean. Everything that comes out of their mouth is horrible, unflattering, jealous. And yeah, they my, too, my mom. Yeah, my mom's not like that. Her her thing is whatever she's doing, she absolutely thinks it's the best thing for me for her grandkids. Like she's convinced of that. So so my mom's the kind of mom that uh like the, we we have all all sorts of stories, but imagine this. Imagine like you go away and you come home and there's a new painting hanging on your wall or someone just paints a wall of your house. That's what my mom will do. Like she'll just she'll just like inject herself into your life and just start changing things adding furniture she would paint a wall in your house yeah she she she, she would paint yes it, it this has happened like a wall was just painted oh i thought that that needed paint and she would just paint a wall and it looks like shit it looks like gar like why would you do that like that's that's how that's how she is yeah, that's she a weird that's a weird personality where she doesn't even know anything about painting a wall and then she just paints the wall she doesn't even research it but she thinks she knows and that's right. her whole M.O. She thinks she knows something and and she doesn't know a thing. Right. So what do you do? Like, does your wife say to you, hey, grandma came over. She told the kids that the Mexicans are coming to kill them <laughs> and that Hillary Clinton kills babies. Does your wife ever say to you, listen, Wolfie, I know you care about your mother, but you've got to stop letting her in the house. Does she ever get protective? 
Uh, I, yes, to a point, but it, it's just we 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 like uh, we coach our kids up before they spend time with her. Like like you're gonna hear some crazy stuff. If right. you have questions about it, ask us afterward. None of what you hear is gonna be true, but just, right. you know we 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 get them coached up for it. Wow. So so even when they were six, you're gonna hear like just think of these as fairy tales. These are not like, you know, the the Mexicans are really not going to come and kill you. Now, after she she drops a bomb and says the Mexicans are going to kill you, do, do you have to sit them down and deprogram them and like, oh, like, okay, look, no Mexicans are coming to that. Mexicans are nice people. They're not coming to kill you. Do you have to like really sit them down and, 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 and lecture them? We always have a conversation. Yes, always. Wow. So, yeah, but don't you think that scares the kids? In some way, I mean, like even though I mean, you're telling them, I mean, it's traumatic, yeah. You're putting yeah, at, the at thought that age, it, it it did. They're they're older now. They're twelve and fourteen. But yeah, that 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 was a that was a complicated conversation to have. It, it was, but yeah, we 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 talked to them and and they understood what what the situation was. So you never it, would ban her, though. You, you, in other words, you would never like like what the Amish do. They they what do they call that? Shun, they sh- shun. You. They shun, shun you. Why don't you shun her? <laughs> we've we've never gotten to that point like like i said no. my, my mom has done some amazing things for me she 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 does but there's always you always what, know what has they, she what amazing things has she done because i gotta hear something that is, is so great that oh, uh, that is worth putting up with all this <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no i know I mean, even 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 as a kid like te- teaching you just about uh personal finance um buying stock like like she she gave me some advice that really paid dividends later on in my life okay and 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 she does she (laughs) she she really she really i i know that she loves me and she she loves her family but she just she tased you yeah i know i i know she didn't even ask your permission she just she caught you by surprise and tased you i was doing homework at my desk and she came up behind me yeah i mean did yeah i i'm done with her after that yeah, and she's so worried about her health and everything. You're tasing you could have really <laughs> fucked you up. Yeah, she didn't know what it would do. <laughs> she's she thinking a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were young, the good stuff she taught you about finance. Did she teach you the Jews run the banks? <laughs> no, see, she's, she's not. No. She's not like that. No, nothing. I see. Nothing okay. Ever anti-Semitic? Nothing like that. No. She seemed okay with the gays. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I thought I thought that could have gone a different way, but no, she. She was pretty cool about it. Yeah, it's, right. it's, it, she's complicated, <laughs> very complicated. <laughs> yeah, wiggly line. You don't know where it's gonna go. Right, Ex- right, exactly. Like, wait a second, you're making sense here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what throws you off. Sometimes she makes sense. The guys, you're telling looking- me we. We pulled a prank call on Wolfie's mom years ago. It's a funny oh, call. Yeah. I don't, re- yeah, I, I, I vaguely remember it, but I can play it for you. This is great. This is uh, us pranking Wolfie's mom. Does it need any kind of um, setup, Wolfie? Yeah, the one thing I would say. So I went to her house and I and I hid a camera in her house, so she didn't know that there was a camera on her, and that that plays into what the prank is. Okay. Hello. May I speak to? please yes this is her my name is bob johansson from computer support do you have a web camera i mean i i never used it but i think it's on there unfortunately mm-hmm. yours is permanently on and i can see you right now in a white bathrobe oh my gosh that's ridiculous uh you just scratched your head i saw that too 
That is awful. Yeah. That is so disgusting. Do they want to actually see how we're doing or what? It's government activated for pedophiles. It has nothing to do with you. You happen to get the wrong monitor. You, know, you have, like, no privacy. Well, your webcam is actually voice-activated, so you have to shout a word to turn it off. Mm-hmm. And the passwords are the names of the computer developers. Yeah. Grab a pen, please. The first name is Shay. Last name, V-E-R-T-W-O-T. O-T. O-T. So just say the first and last name together real fast and clap two times. Okay. Shay for twat. Little louder. Shay for twat. Shay for twat. No good. Let's try another. First name is Cam. Okay. Last name, H-U-L-L-T-O-E. Go ahead, please. Cam Holto. Again. Cam Holto. <laughs> no good. Let's try another. First name is Lee. Middle name is King. And the last name is spelled H-A-Y-N-U-S. Lee King Haynus. <laughs> Lee King Haynus. No good. I can still see you. Okay, let's try this password. First name is C. Last name is M-E-N-S-T-A-Y-N-E. Y-N-E. Okay. C. Menstein. <laughs> louder. C. Menstein. I need it louder, and I need you to clap louder, too, please. Will you clap for me, please? So Just clap for me, Dennis, so I get over with this. Back to the password, please. C. Menstein. It worked. It was semen stains. Your webcam is off. Thank you. The pleasure was all mine. All right. Bye-bye. Wow. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> semen stain. <laughs> Leaking anus. That's my best. That's the best one. Leaking heinous. Anus. <laughs> <laughs> Leaking anus. I know what it is like. You know, you just you love your mom. She's the only mom you have. And. I really do want her to get the vaccine, not just selfishly so that society can be benefited and I can be benefited, but so your mom stays alive because we could do more funny phone calls with her and stuff. You know, I think she would fit in the whack pack nicely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's cool that she came on the air and, you know, she dealt with it. Sorry for you. Well, the shit you got to go through. Thank you. And for society, we don't want to lose that great mind. I mean, <laughs> well, she did say, you know, yeah, the world can't do without people like me. So <laughs> ask Napkinette is on the phone. He says um, he believes in Wolfie's mom. My body, my choice. This is an you oh probably you God. you haven't been vaccinated, have you? Oh, hell fucking no, dude. No, he's pickled. he's not vaccinated. You drink alcohol. Dude, you drink alcohol. You abuse your body. You got worms you won't even cure. And you won't get vaccinated? You're afraid of the vaccine? It's my body, my choice. Yeah, but Why you're affecting my body. Why can you put all kinds of shit in your body, but you won't take a vaccine? I ain't taking a vaccine because that thing is loaded with... Well, I know you don't want to hear this, but... That thing is loaded with um different differentiates. What? He's pretty Ed, drunk. And you, you eat Burger King every night. To who? You eat Burger King all the time. No, not all the time. <laughs> I I do it sometimes. <laughs> 
But you, sh- you shit in a bucket and have worms living in your asshole, and you won't get the you vaccine. Step, step You're like worried. Napkins up your ass. <laughs> my body, my foot. My body, my foot. My body, my foot. <laughs> my no, body. I said my. My body, my choice. <laughs> my body, my choice. <laughs> the so what? Stupid. It's we know it's your body. Stupid. Yeah, you, 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 you treat your body like it's a a, a shithole, and now you're worried about your body. So, what well, have you researched mine. about it's the vaccine? Mine. Let I me hear your research. I heard Wolfie's mom's what? research. What's your research on the I'm vaccine? Libertarian. I'm libertarian. Yeah. So what? No, yeah. you're drunk. No. You're not libertarian. <laughs> He's a drunken libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> That's your religion. Yeah, well, hey, you you can say whatever you want, but I'm libertarian, and it's my body, my choice. Oh, God, help us. I love the sloganism. Yeah, it's all these phrases. Yeah, Yeah, Robin, God help us. Right. I'm with you on that. (laughs) He's the only one we can rely on. Libertarian. Yeah, I am libertarian. You're libertarian. I'm a little The what? You're an alcoholian. <laughs> oh well, I you you use use LSD. You, use you are cold. the you are the burning example of what a libertarian isn't. You accept public. You're a socialist. You take no, and take. Of course, you are. We all pay for your life. What are you talking and about? And we ought to be able to make him take the vaccine wait, since wait, we do that. If you're a libertarian, don't take public Howard. assistance. Don't take public Howard, assistance. Don't Lift yourself Howard, up by don't. the bootstraps, asshole. How don't you charge $5 a month for your subscription? What do you say? Don't you charge $5 a month for your subscription? No, I don't charge anything for the subscription. I work for a company that is subscriber-based. So what? Ain't you a capitalist? That's, I am a capitalist, a capitalist? <laughs> but you're not a libertarian. You're a communist. You take, you feed off I'm the public's a... wealth. No. Yes. You don't get assistance. Ed, you told me you're getting a house through HUD. Where does the money from HUD come from? Wolfie, I, I don't get a house through HUD yet. Yet. <laughs> but you applied for one. What yeah, in your life do you work for, Libertarian? Howard, I'm buying a house. No, you're not. With what? With government Stimulus assistance. Check money. No, I, I re- you, I'd rather not say. You earn zero dollars. That's why. Our tax dollars no, feed you and your worms. My word. No, you're I'm not buying a house. Saying, I'm buying you yes, a house. I'm buying that house for you, and so is Wolfie, and so is Robin, and so is my audience. Oh, good. Well, I hope it costs four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Then, yeah. Well, I don't think we can afford that. <laughs> but don't say you're well, a libertarian. No, 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 Howard said he can afford it. So, <laughs> oh yeah, 
my tax dollars go to supporting you. Are you on public assistance? I'm an SSA. Yes, yes, yes. That's what that is. So how are you a libertarian? Libertarians say no more of that. Ask Napkin Ed's got it. He's able-bodied. He should go out and work. You don't understand the word. Oh, I don't understand. The, the, I was the I was the governor. I was the nominee of the Libertarian Party for governor of New York State. What do you mean? I don't know what Libertarian yeah, then, is. Okay, and then you went full Democrat, liberal. You, went you don't full know what liberal. I am. Well, you don't I know, know what I am. You're full liberal. You and what are you? Right. I, that's true. You mean? You mean? A liberal is someone who hates Donald Trump. No, a sane person hates Donald Trump and what he was up to. <laughs> the government was completely yeah, collapsing under this guy. That's called sanity. Republicans hate no. Donald Trump. They're just too pussy no. to admit it. Mitt Romney Howard, is a Republican. He hates Donald Trump. You don't know what I am. Yeah, a piece of shit. And John, McCain, John McCain hated Trump. Oh, John McCain was, was a, a piece of shit. And fuck you, asshole. Don't you ever talk about a war hero like that. Go he fuck yourself. to call somebody a piece of shit? Yeah. You're sitting well, there scratching yeah, your worms. Why don't you join the military, you fuck? Why would you call me that? Because you're a fuck. You, you say John McCain was a piece of shit? Well, he didn't he talk about... Um, what? The Supreme Leader you? being an asshole? Why do you call Donald Trump a supreme leader? Because he, that's what he wants to be. He wants to overturn a fair election and be the supreme leader and have the, his, his stormtroopers no, walk into my into my government and tell them how to vote. Get the you're fuck out of here, Ed. Yeah, that's what he is. And you don't you're too that's stupid to see it. And you did it to the. To the I love well, how country. are you a libertarian if you're for Trump? Just remember one thing, Ed. I don't know how drunk you are, but you're not worthy. You're not even worthy of sucking John McCain's dick. John McCain, you're not worth it. You 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 can't be. That guy devoted his life to public service. I I think I could be. There's a guy who's devoted your life to accepting public aid. There's a guy who risked his life for his country. You have never stepped up and done anything like that. How you do could, you know? Because I know you. Okay, when did you do it? Okay. I stepped up and did it a few years ago. No, he didn't. You stepped yeah, up I, that was a great story, Ed. What? I can't believe you did that. What did you do? Well, how do you know? Well, I stopped the robbery. No, you didn't. <laughs> You stopped the robbery because you didn't. You didn't rob. He's the robber. (laughs) (laughs) He decided not to work that day. All I know about you, Ed, is if if you had John McCain's life and you were in a Vietnamese prison camp and you were in a tiger cage, you'd last for three seconds. You lasted for five years and refused to leave without his men. But how? uh, You spent your you you spent your stimulus check on alcohol, dude. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. And no. lottery tickets. I heard the conversation. Well, I bought 75 in lottery tickets. 
But how do you know what... Um... I know what you do. I know you're not a libertarian. You're a communist. You take our money and live on it. You're a communist. If he you're won the lottery, he'd be a capitalist. It's whatever right. works. Well, you know what? You're a fascist. Okay. So how how do you support that argument that I'm a fascist? And a Marxist. Oh, God, help us. Make up your mind. I'm a, I'm a devout <laughs> capitalist. I believe in hard work. I admire anybody who gets up in the morning and goes to work. I don't admire you. I don't admire you. I work hard. You don't I work. work hard. No, you At don't. What? You're drunk and it's I fucking know. 8 o'clock in the morning here. Yeah, what are you yeah, going to do today to make a living? I work on the most. What? And women don't, get, women don't get enough credit for working around the house. Oh, he works around his house. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're all over the place. I don't know what to tell you. But Howard... I don't know I what mean, to tell you, Ed. I can't argue with you. It's so stupid. I feel like I'm in. I feel like I'm in Idiotville. You don't even you do your. You call yourself a libertarian, and you're on SSI. Get off SSI. Cleaning up his house is work. We're paying him to keep. And and I understand you're not doing a good job. I'm not doing a good job. You live in right. Filth. You got worms, and you sit in a bucket. How's that clean? This a medical issue. Why are we arguing with him? I don't know. I, this is not, I did not wake up to do this this morning. This has been a planned. This has been a dopey morning. It's just one dumb fucking morning. I was. I don't know what to do, ladies and gentlemen of the of the jury. You didn't wake up to do the whole show. Apparently, no. Oh, I did up, not. Ed. Not you with don't you. Make any sense. Oh, Ed, no, not with Ed, you're me. a failure. You're not I'm a libertarian. A you are. No. You're, you're not a libertarian. You don't even know what a libertarian is. Yes, libertarians I do, do not me. accept public assistance. Libertarians lift themselves up by the bootstraps. They don't want government to be right. involved right. in their lives. You're involved with right. government up to your ass, literally. No, I'm not. Do you, know do you what, take do you SSI? Know? Do you take money from the government? I get SSI. Okay, sure. so that's not libertarian. Libertarian's basic you, tenant is less government, you know what, personal Howard, freedom. You're confusing libertarian with liberal. No, liberals want more government. You know what he imbecile. thinks a libertarian is? Somebody who can stay drunk all day. Right. His body, his choice. Yeah, that's what it is. It's I can be a p complete piece of shit, a waste on society, and non-productive, oh, and that's my okay. right. Robin, Robin called me a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, Being you're fine. offended? <laughs> oh, okay. So I see what's up. Why would you call me there? And hey, just go get the vaccine and help somebody. Help help people. Yeah, once vaccine, in your life. My body, my choice. All right. Bye, Ed. Got to go. God, frustrating. Mm.
Unbelievable. Yes, Samantha. Oh. Hi, Samantha. Well, from Texas. Samantha from Texas. Please make some sense. Hi, how are you? Oh my gosh, I've been on the hold forever, and I was finally getting my gummies at 7-Eleven. And what do you know? I'm, ha- I'm happy to talk to you. What's up? We What's didn't up? call you. You called us. <laughs> I'm no, you no, I know. I'm not mad at you. I'm just saying it's, of course, like, ti- it's just like, uh, you know, like timing. It's like when you're like at a restaurant and like your food takes forever. So then you go up and get like go to the bathroom and then you come back and your food's there. You Sam, know? I don't understand. What, what, ti- what is the poor timing? You took a gummy? No, I was just like, uh, I was just running into 7-Eleven and I was at the cash register and uh, I had to show her something on the app because I ordered from 7-Eleven on the app. If you do this promo code, you get $7 off. Yeah, but, but, but wait, wait, you, what, what, what is the problem here? You called me, I said, and you said, what's up? What no is problem. up with you? What, what's going on? What, what's There's on your no mind? Problem. What can I help you with? There's no problem at all. Um, I had called because y'all were saying, um, like, about, because I don't want to, I'm hesitant to get a vaccine, and I'm not, like, some, Why? like, crazy Trumper, because I just, and this is, I would be totally open. Like, I think that they need to do a little bit more explaining. Uh, I, I got I to get out of, of this. All right, all right, Samantha, good luck. Don't get the vaccine. You know what? Wait, Drop dead serious? from, from uh, yeah, don't get it. Don't get it. You don't need it. Well, what's, You're what's fine. Why do they say that it's mRNA if it's not going to be? All right, do I stop. Like, this woman probably didn't graduate high school. Now she's worried right, about mRNA. mRNA. Wait, are you yeah. serious? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm serious. Saying, don't get it. Don't get mRNA. the vaccine. What do you do want from me? Let's let's make sure all why side effects. I have the vaccine. Why are you so angry? Because so I am trying to get this country out of the nightmare we're in. We got to get out of it. We have signed. You got to stop you. it already. You're a fucking moron. I'm, I'm tr- get the fuck off my phone, you fuck. She's having gummy worms for breakfast and she's worried about the vaccine. <laughs> she's killing herself. I'm worried about ordering on the app from 7-Eleven. Come on. MRNA. (laughs) Everyone's a doctor now. Why are there side effects if it's MRNA? (laughs) What what country are we in? Oh, God help us. I'm going to start praying because I can't see any other solution. Let me Wolfie's mom back on the phone. She made more sense. She's not having gummies for breakfast. All right. Well, that was an entertaining morning, wasn't it? Whew. Wow. This what is why you don't want to go out. You might encounter some of these. I tell people. you, I, I never, some country. There's no patriots in this country. No, there are I'm no. I'm scared. There are no heroes. Worried. During polio, I mean, yeah, we're not going to get the polio vaccine. I'm worried. Wait till mRNA. Oh, my God. Just go get your fucking vaccine. We can get rid of this scourge in our country. Good Lord. Hey, Jen, in New York. Are are you a little gun shy now? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not afraid. Okay. So the reason why polio was eradicated and people took the vaccine is because there was no internet spreading conspiracy theories to that's people true. like Samantha. Yep. I mean, right. I, I, I just uh, they're idiots. The internet, the problem. <laughs> I know, dude, well, the internet is a problem. It's a blessing and a curse. I mean, you know, <laughs> I know it, it, the, the internet does so many great things and has you know changed the world in so many great ways. 
Just the level yeah. of information. and But the problem is the level of stupidity now is being spread. So for all the good it's doing, it's doing a horrible job of spreading stupidity. There's no, you know, obviously when I was growing up, there were newspapers. And newspapers had to be vetted for their information. Did they always get everything right? No. But they could be sued for spreading stupidity. So there was an accountability. You know, you knew who you were dealing with. Now with the Internet, it doesn't matter anymore. All the rules are out. Nobody gets sued for, for spreading poor information. Well, the people um, spreading information never could have had a newspaper or a newspaper job in the right. good old days. <laughs> now everyone can have a TV show. Everyone can have a newspaper. Everyone can have a newsletter. Right, I remember in college, I... Yeah, there was accountability. In college, I was a, a journalism minor, and this this wonderful guy from the Boston Globe, Jeremiah P. Murphy, was my uh, professor. He wrote for the Boston Globe. He was an opinion guy in the Boston Globe. Uh, he was teaching us, and he, and he was a smart guy. He, told, he said, forget about opinions. Learn how to write an obituary, because the only people who are going to hire you to work on a newspaper, are you're going to have to start at the bottom. So we would write obituaries all day, and... And he had good advice for us, but he was talking about his life in newspapers and he had to triple check everything. Even when we wrote obituaries, it had to be like, you know, you were just writing about the history of somebody who died in a fire. You had to get it right. You could not fuck up. You were held accountable. Uh, we got a we got a system now where it's the Wild West. If I'm some jerk off sitting in my mom's basement and I write, uh, you know, gee, if you get the vaccine, you're going to die because, um, uh, you know, my friend had it. And, and then they, and, and then suddenly it's news. Well, you know, it can also look very credible because it'll look like a newsletter that somebody actually publishes. You know, you can make it look really official. Every town had morons. But the Internet is a town where all the morons live together. They find each other. So this is what we're doing. We're dealing with in the time of polio. It was just a country where we had to get rid of polio. Well, people could see their children being affected or they were afraid their children were going to be affected. And everybody stepped up and said, yeah, there's a cure. Let's take it. By the way, uh, just to change the sub, thank, uh, thank you for that call. Um, just to change the subject. Uh, I saw here that Bill and Melinda Gates are getting divorced. Do you know I woke up and I was depressed about by that? that news? I thought they were the couple. I really well, she, had this fantasy that she and he were something special. She released a statement that said, um, I think I have this right, that the marriage was Irretrievably, irretrievably broken. broken, which is a terrible statement, which sounds to me like she's saying he was fucking around. Now, I don't know that that's usually is what irretrievably broken means. It's like we can't even talk to each other. He was so bad. <laughs> well, the thing the thing of it is, is that I think he's worth around a hundred Eighty billion, five or something. something. It wasn't something crazy. It wasn't as much as I thought when I heard the number. <laughs> it sounds pretty good to me. It, <laughs> hundred twenty-five billion. It it's one hundred thirty billion. He's worth. Yeah. And, and so there's no prenup, and so he's got a. You know, the, they're going to split their assets. Uh, so, I was thinking. Now I can't imagine what it's like to have one hundred thirty billion dollars. I I would think it's fantastic because you never have a worry. I mean. Having a billion dollars to me would seem like you never have a worry. 
But the extra thirty. Is I can see it. Yeah, yeah. But the extra a, like, hundred. You know. <laughs> no, the extra hundred twenty-nine is what I'm talking about. Oh, a billion. <laughs> yeah, and so you know, I wonder if you get a divorce and you're worth a hundred thirty billion dollars, and you got to give up sixty. Are you upset now? Yes, I can tell you because I've talked to billionaires. I have a couple of billionaire friends who went through a divorce. Right. And they fought. Right. <laughs> they See, I fought. Think if I had a hundred thirty billion and I still had to turn over sixty billion, I think I'd be upset. And that, yeah. and I, that troubles me because I'm sure that I could never spend sixty billion dollars in one lifetime. Right. But somehow you don't want to give it up. They said the other day they were, yeah, I think it was because of this story. They were talking about Jeff Bezos's divorce. Yeah, he. And they he, said if he had not gotten a divorce, you know, he's, our, you know, he's up there. He's right. the richest guy in the world, but he's not as rich as he could have been if he had not gotten a divorce. Yeah, it probably bothers him. Yeah, that number yeah. is lower because he got a divorce. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. But anyway, um, Bill Gates, I wonder what, is Alex Jones, uh, oh, wait a second, I'm getting a knock on the door. I think Alex Jones, you know, he he hates oh, really? Bill Gates. Yeah, yeah, he thinks he's the Antichrist. Oh, yes, Alex, come on in. Infowars.com Howard, the Gates were so perfect together. <laughs> They were going to call 96% of the population. They ate children together. They say that Jeffrey Epstein's Paris to stay 497 times. I, can't, I just can't believe it happened. Infowars. Wait a second, Alex. Alex, are you saying you're upset about Bill and Melinda Gates uh, uh, divorcing? I would have thought the oh, opposite. I'm so upset that they can't continue the COVID-19 crimson contagion battle plans to control society and the fake PCR tests with Klaus Schwab's book, The Great Reset, where they're going to push the eugenicist depopulation. Oh, I'm so upset about that. I'm so upset. Right. Please. So you're, you're being sarcastic. In other words, you are, you're happy. You're celebrating the end of Bill and Melinda Gates. This is a celebration. Melinda Gates is joining the fight for freedom. She has denounced the satanic deep state overlord husband. She's <laughs> abandoning the Stockholm syndrome. Listen, it takes a bold person to stand up to the leader of the interdimensional vampires, the satanic globalist pedophile cults. They commit crimes against humanity to prove their credit with the aliens. Wolfie's mom was talking about this. You understand this is what's going on. You believe Wolfie's mom is on the right track. She is one of the brightest people that I have heard on your show this morning. And I must say, if you read Infowars.com front to back every day, it is better than a college education. Start, you right? need to join the Infowar. Become an Infowarrior. You think that you're because you're with the chalet. You think you're going to be with the Kissingers and the Reagans and the Nixons and the Bushes. Let me tell you something. They're going to march your ass right into a FEMA camp. The reptilian <laughs> elite feed on the blood of lower hominids. These people are out of hell. And I'm not going to put up with their crap anymore. Infowars.com. So, Infowars. so what you're saying, let me get this right, because you you represent, uh, you know, this other side of information. You're saying Melinda Gates was actually suffering from Stockholm Syndrome and she finally got away from the evil warlord Bill Gates. Is that correct? The evil known villain. Oh, hold on one second. Howard, I'm getting a knock at my door. Let's see who is it. Come in. It is I, reptilian bachelor Bill Gates. 
Oh, my God, Bill Gates. Let, let me ask you something. I really want to have a serious interview. Gates, this has got to be hard for you. You're getting divorced. Tell us all. What was the breaking point in your marriage with Melinda? Melinda always complains that I left crumbs after my baby feast. Well, we do know he eats babies. We know that. Hey, hey, Gates, I got to say, you know, it's going to be hard for you to date. I mean, when you're eliminating all of humanity, how are you even going to date? I will slaughter all of civilization except Kaya Gerber. She will be queen of the scorched earth. Right, Kaya Gates. Gerber. Well, uh, sounds like Kaya Gerber, right? Kaya Gerber. All right, well, enough out of you, Gates. Well, let me tell you something. If you need a quick meal in your new bachelor pad, you need Liberty Food Buckets. This is high-performance powdered survival food. You got powdered lasagna, powdered burgers, powdered chicken fingers, made with the finest ingredients, loaded with baby powder, loaded with sawdust. This stuff's going to fill you up good. 40% off with promo code FelonFauciInfoWars.com. Well, let Infowars.com. I'm, I'm thinking about it. It's blowing my mind. This was a show within a show within a show. I have a show going on. You came on with your show, and then you put on another show with Bill Gates. So this is Yeah, he show. was knocking at our door, and then somebody right. knocked at his door. Right. Wait, I'm hearing imaginary knocks on the door right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen up. I just started. We're doing a 12-hour emergency broadcast today at InfoWars.com. And I must say, if you are a female demon, lizard woman, or Plum Island creature, send in your submission for the Bill Gates dating game, which we will be doing on the show next month. You can get the hottest Satanist bachelor on the globalist market. Join us, InfoWars.com. Is part of you jealous? I mean, Bill Gates is going to be a bachelor. He's probably going to be dating uh, Kaya Gerber and other uh, beauties. Am, am I correct? Part of you, I think, is a little bit jealous of Bill Gates. Listen, I am not jealous. Let me tell you something. Me and my wife, we, we got it pretty good. What we were doing this, I'm not getting going to get into the details. I do a family show, but what we were doing this morning, <laughs> trust me, we're getting pretty busy over there. But Bill Gates, you know, it's it's all in State Department Memorandum 200. The man wants to depopulate the planet. He's a eugenicist. I don't care what he's got going on. We know it is evil what he's up to. He was handed the baton by Henry Rockefeller. He has pushed the global government. He wants total tyranny. His father actually was good friends with Hitler. I don't know if you know this. His father ran the eugenics bases <laughs> in New York. I, I, let me ask you, is it hard for you to sleep at night with all you know? I mean, you, you, here you're saying uh, Rockefeller handed off to Gates. Uh, Gates' father was uh, into eugenics with Hitler. I mean, you, you, it must be hard for you to calm down, to sleep at night. It must be How difficult. Do you sleep with yeah. all that well, on. it's not hard when you have alpha male sleep fusion that you take every night filled with vitamin X. It's very good for you. So that's how I get to bed every night. But listen, I am up every night when I don't take the fusion because I'm just imagining the Satanists that want to cut our arms and legs off. Now they're going to externalize the NSA spy system into big tech. You, you got to understand that. People look at this. You got to see the interdimensional vampire. You know, Prince Charles lives in Dracula's castle with 900 homeless boys. <laughs> with 900 homeless boys. 900. Oh and he goodness. goes, oh, I live in the castle with the little boys. He's the heir of the throne of the Dracula. They're all you know, there. You know, part of I think your appeal is you talk so fast, it's hard to even comprehend what you're saying. I mean, you, these accusations are just flying out of your mouth left and right. How I mean, come it's, it's taking so long for the globalists to, to, you know, get rid of the population? 
Listen, it's a lot of facts, but you got people like the guy with the napkin in his asshole today. You got the woman who was on your show. People are slowly getting the facts. They're understanding this. They understand that you know, these cultures used to eat children on top of pyramids as a sacrifice to a deity. Look at the Babylonians, the Mesoamericans, the Germans. It's all out there. The Satanists yeah. take drugs because they want to end the veil. They eat children for the interdimensional pain. Then the aliens hand over the inventions. That's how we got the wheel. That's how we got the television. That's how we got the iPhone. They feed off dark energy. Right, Bill Gates? What, what, what? Hail Bill Gates. Yes. I have to tell you, uh, it, it must be on a personal level, mind-blowing living your life. I mean... You got that voice, the power in your voice and the yelling and the, and the carrying on. Do you ever just sit down and relax? Like I like sometimes just to take it easy, I'll watch American Idol just so I can just be brainless, thoughtless. You know what I mean? I, I want I want frivolity in my life. It's it seems to me. How your do life you is escape? So heavy. Is that what you're asking? Yes. You know, I do love to sit down at the end of the day after it is a busy day. We have a busy schedule in InfoWars. We got the product line. We got all the different shows on the network. And I like to sit down and read the State Department memorandums. I'm up to 797, <laughs> and I'm doing 798 later well, tonight. You're, you're it, dedicated, I got to tell you. It's just uh. so calming to me to read yeah. what Fauci's doing, what Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, and the global governments are doing, what every Rockefeller. The plan that they've had this whole time, the world's doctors. Oh, we're the world's doctors. Trust me. We know exactly what you are. You are the globalist <laughs> gang. They're so big, so corporate, these psychologists. They don't understand. Spirit of 1776 is reborn, and it is so fantastical. We will we will win the info war. Infowars.com. Infowars.com. Do you ever have a margarita on the beach? I mean, just fucking <laughs> chill out. I mean, it's uh, to me, it would be so great for you just to relax, maybe smoke a joint, do something. I don't know. It's just uh, intense, your world. It really is. Listen, I like a little good whiskey. We got some good whiskey here in Austin. I'll sit down, have a little bit of bluebell ice cream. I love, I love all of those kind of things. Right. Right. They help it get right. together, but the all core right. goal is taking down the mega banks, taking down the powerful elites, taking down the prime controllers, taking down the grays. You know that CIA director uh, Brennan years ago used to say, "We are controlling the weather." He actually admitted to controlling the weather. He admitted <laughs> to the harp system. He said that they're doing this. They're pushing the clouds on top of us. They're making it rain. They're making it snow. They did it in Texas recently. And this is what they do. That's why, you know, I look at some people. I look at Teddy Roosevelt, for example. That man, the man's my hero. Because, you know, listen, he was an elitist, right? But he wanted to empower people. He made the great national parks. He pissed off the Fed. Wanted to break up the big banks and the monopolies. And that's the kind of man that I look to, I aspire to. Not these chicken neck perverts who want to sterilize the population and put the human breeding program and the cloning programs, these globalist (laughs) Democrat Nazis. All right, all right. Listen, Alex, we got to go because I have my own commercials and own show to run. I can't run your yeah, show you while I'm doing this show. Yeah, you got your own products to push. All right, all right Alex, I got to go thank- take a fish. I'll be back right after these words. <laughs> I like how he dances like how Bill Gates is dancing. Bill Gates is getting into it. I want to well, thank what Zip kind Recruiter. Of bachelor? Oh, geez. I just I want to know what kind of bachelor Bill Gates is going to be. I don't know. That's that's you heard what uh, Alex said. He's going to be fucking um, he's going to try and date Kaya Gerber. For God's <laughs> sake, that poor girl coming at you. Christina Aguilera. Every day is so wonderful. I like when she sings. She does this thing where she holds the microphone and then she like her fingers move on the microphone. Do you ever notice that? She like. Now 
I'm like she's not playing a, a flute. big follower. Yeah. Oh, I am. I watch everything she does. That's how I spend most of my hours. Oh, but she, when she sings, she like moves her fingers on the microphone. On the microphone. Huh? Yeah. Like it's a like, flute. Like she's playing. Yeah. Flutes? Like it's a flute. Huh. I'll have to look for that. I don't like it. I I, I, I like would singers to hold the microphone without moving their fingers. <laughs> Well, she, to me, it's that it, that's her version of what Mariah Carey used to do, where she would be directing herself like she was a conductor, and if yeah. you know the way she moved her hand mimicked how she used her voice. I like the Beatles; they just sing into the microphone. They just sang, yeah. <laughs> Although I think the Beatles invented that thing where two guys two guys share one microphone. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The Everly Brothers used to do that. Did they? Yeah. I always laugh at that because, like, I don't know what that is. It's like, um, sometimes I go, like, like, I'll watch Bruce Springsteen, and he was, like, on stage with somebody, and then that person came over and shared the microphone with him. I was watching a video the other night, and I was like, oh, my God, I hope they both have really good breath. Like, I know. I think that every time, too, because they're really yeah. belting it out. Yeah. And you're going to smell whatever's coming out. Ugh. I don't, if I get in a rock band, I don't want to share my mic with anyone. I just <laughs> want them to go on their own. But that seems like, they, you know, like a love affair. Like they want yeah. to do that. They want to have that moment where they're sharing the microphone. And I know they're smelling each other's breath. <laughs> like, who was I watching? Like, I don't know. It was like some charity thing and. Two big names were sharing that, like, all of a sudden they were harmonizing with each yeah. other. And I'm hoping that COVID's going to change all that. No more mic sharing. Well, I don't know, because didn't they have a big concert out in L.A. a few days ago? Because they were talking about it on, I think it was Inside Edition last night. And J-Lo standing there with her mother holding hands and singing and sharing <laughs> the microphone with her. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, goofy. where are these people? And then they showed the audience, and most of them were wearing, wearing masks, but everybody was supposed to have been vaccinated, so some people weren't wearing masks. I was like, here we go. It's like sometimes like when I watch Springsteen, looks like Springsteen and little Steven are going to kiss. Like they're yeah. almost kissing. Because Steven makes himself littler, you know, to get yeah. next to Bruce. And so he's usually looking up at Bruce like he loves it while he sings. Yeah. It's very um, homoerotic. <laughs> it is homoerotic. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. And uh, and sometimes I say to myself, those guys can't afford their own microphone. I mean, they're pretty wealthy people. Well, Stephen leaves his mic. And comes I know, over to come over to Bruce's mic. And it's like, you know, <laughs> if I'm Bruce, I'm like, you know, dude, I don't want to smell you. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I, I wouldn't want that. My band, everyone will sing on their own mic. Like, get the fuck off my mic. Like, I know I have a band like Fred all of a sudden. He's going to come over and try and, you know, harmonize something. I'm like, dude, you could do that over there. It's the you same want. as when you harmonize on this mic do. over yeah. there. You know, you probably had a, a day of coffee and <laughs> I don't want to smell that. Imagine like Mick Jagger would, he never does that. He doesn't want to smell Keith Richards' breath. No, after I've never seen them share a mic. No. I saw that um, Ronnie Wood of the Stones, he's battling cancer for a second time. Of course, lung cancer. Oh. Yeah, I saw that in, oh. in some feed. 
You know what's really fucked up? And uh, I mean, I've had Matthew McConaughey on the show. I find him delightful. I, I mean, I think it's great yeah. when he comes on. The guy's just really open and honest. And uh, But uh, Matthew McConaughey is now... He's not officially running for governor of Texas, but he's kind of playing with the idea. And 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 it says here in a poll that 45 percent of Texans would vote for him compared to 33 percent for Governor Greg Abbott and 22 percent for some unknown person. So for. It seems that people would vote for Matthew McConaughey. Because he's famous. Because you don't know what the fuck Matthew McConaughey. Well, he could hardly do worse than the people who are already there. I don't know. I'm still one of those guys. Call me old fashioned. You got to do a little bit of public service before you get an important job like the governor. Like like this guy, The Rock. You know, lovely guy. I've met him. Um the most non-controversial human being you'll ever meet. Like he, he, he's, he, he conducts his career like he's running for office and he's smart about it. He's like, I want everyone to go see my movies. I, I don't want to ever let you know whether I'm conservative, if I'm liberal. I just don't want you to know anything about me other than I'm a great guy and I got big. The Rock fucking... said that? No, but I see how he conducts his career. We had him on enough. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's an approach to life, which I believe movie stars should have. You want to bring as many people into that theater as possible. But all of a sudden, Rock's been saying, you know, uh, some idiot out there said, you know, gee, The Rock should run for president. And now The Rock, rather than saying, listen, I'm a big dummy. <laughs> I was a wrestler and I, I take a lot of I took a lot of juice. I, I assume he did. I mean, don't you? His head's three well, times smaller than the rest of them. The Samoans and, do get big. <laughs> OK, maybe he's a natural. I don't know. But. <laughs> But he's literally what his name implies. He's he's a rock. He has no <laughs> thoughts. And, you know, he's a lovely guy. I got nothing against him. But, like, all of a sudden he goes, well, they say to him, people want you to run for president. So instead of saying, listen, I'm, I'm a shithead, he goes, <laughs> well, if that's what the people want, I'll consider it. Like, there's going to be this huge up, uproar for another president who was, you know, born on TV. No, we we tried that. It, it just didn't look great. I'm I'm sorry. To no, half the people in the country thought it was working really well. Yeah, well, <laughs> thank God the other half was a little bit more of a half. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, ne I never saw the complete disruption of our, of, of world affairs like like I saw under that presidency, and the complete corruption. I mean, it just was staggering that most of the people working in the administration ended up in jail. Or, or getting kicked out or, I mean, it was just mind blowing. It's in, but you know what it is with these guys, especially people in show business. They don't understand that once you run for office, you actually have to give an opinion. So if you're the rock and everyone loves the rock because like people who are in the military assume the rock is pro military. The people who are in the police force believe the rock is a law and order guy. The people who are Trumpies believe The Rock really secretly loves Trump. The people who are liberals go, you know what? The Rock's with us. As soon as this big flunkhead has to answer a question where they go, Rock, how do you feel about abortion rights? And then he's like, uh, 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 um, I'm for it. Oh, oops. <laughs> Suddenly people don't love The Rock. Same with Matthew McConaughey. You can't figure out what the fuck this guy's talking about. I've interviewed Matthew. 
He's a brilliant actor, bright guy and everything, but you don't know where he stands on any issues. You don't even know. They've never said to Matthew McConaughey, Matthew, where do you stand on school shootings and gun control? As soon as he has to answer that, half the text is going to take him and throw him out a window. (laughs) You know, Rock, what should we do about the situation in the Baltic? The what? The who? (laughs) The Baltic? I mean, I've heard of getting ticks on your balls, but rarely. Are you asking me that because I'm bald? (laughs) Yeah. Are you making fun of me? (laughs) What, do you expect me to know everything? (laughs) The Rock has a great life. Oh, Matthew McConaughey is listening. I didn't know. Oh, yes. Don't you hear the knock on my door? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Matthew, come in real real quick. Hey, hey, Howard. How are you, pal? Hey. Oh, I'm good. Matthew. Just came back from a run. (laughs) I was chasing a cougar through my backyard. (laughs) Yeah, I got to protect those chickens. How you doing, Matthew? Matthew, let me let me make a point, and you know I like you very much, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. We love each other. We're brothers, man. Soul brothers. Come on. (laughs) You know I would love to come hang out with you in Texas and. I don't know, play chess with Willie Nelson or something. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Drink a couple of, what is that, that wild turkey bourbon? <laughs> yeah. Well, if, I, if my doctor would let me drink again, yes, I would love to do that. Hey, the doctor doesn't have to know everything, right? Or just a little sip, a little yawn, a little sleepy. Come on. So are you really, I mean, I know you haven't declared to be governor, but you're not really thinking of that, are you? Listen, Howard, I'd be a fool not to consider it. You know, I would say as far as running, I'm not until I am. <laughs> you understand, though, if I was to treat you like a politician and ask you your opinion on things, you got to be clear. OK, here. What do you think of abortion rights? Listen, Howard, you know, those are those are tough issues. Those are sincere, yes. real questions. And people ask me that, and they also ask, are you Republican? Are you Democrat? Are you left? Are you right? Well, I wobble, Howard. I'm towards the middle. Central McConaughey. Yeah, but you you got to understand something. Once you start running, you're going to be in a debate. Where where do you stand? Where do you stand on gun control? Well, gun control is for the one who has the gun, right? If you have the gun, then the gun's on you. If you don't have the gun on you, then you don't have the gun. Right. Oh, boy. But that, yeah, you see what I'm saying? I mean, people are going to want you. Do you, do you support health care, nationalized health care? Howard, we're all going to be dust in a thousand years, but the earth is still going to be spinning. I got to yes. pack a lot of living into our brief time on this big blue marble. You know what I doubt? You know what I say, man? <laughs> If I was you, all I'd want to do is just fuck all day, eat great food, man, make movies. What was that movie you made? What was that famous movie where Dallas, Texas Buyers Club? Yeah, it was so good in that. What are you Mm -hmm. fucking around with politics for, pal? Let me tell you, I've won awards. I've got three kids, a beautiful wife, but it's time for change. You know, it's time to get rid of the filters. Make my life my favorite movie. Live my favorite character, me. 
<laughs> Governor McConaughey. And what do you feel? What what if they say to you in a debate, hey, Governor McConaughey, what do you think about transgender athletes in sports? What are you going to say? You got to give an answer. Well, you got to follow the mellow brick road, Tin Man. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, no, what you're going to say? <laughs> is that really what you're going to say? <laughs> well, What about infrastructure? You know. What about an infrastructure plan? Do you have a plan? Well, you got to float through life, and if you get stuck, you just whip out a paddle and change the flow. Start paddling. So, in other words, you have a philosophy that uh, applies in all. What about the crisis at the border? That's a big issue in Texas. Well, the See? early bird gets the worm, but the early right. worm gets to watch the sunrise. And, uh, right. Okay. Don't oh, on that fence. See what I mean? It's not easy. <laughs> I don't think you can get elected like this. Uh, no, all right. Listen, well. Let me tell you something. Right now, Texas had a huge, huge issue with that blizzard. You remember that blizzard? Yes, yes, yes. People, yes. they handled it incorrectly. Mother Nature does not give us more than we can handle. We get a flood, you ride that wave. Power outage, let's have a bonfire. Heat wave, take your shirts off. <laughs> right. Okay, well, I don't want to be disrespectful. I mean, right. They might elect you over there, but I'm just saying you're looking for trouble. All right. Uh, thank you, Matt, uh, uh, Governor. Thank you. Uh, well, hold on a second, Howard. You know, if you read my book, Green Lights, it's all about catching green lights and learning how to turn yellow lights and red lights into green lights. Opportunities going, moving forward, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, I had a wet dream. And you know, right. whenever I dream and it's wet... I cream my pants. I got to follow through with that dream, Howard. All right. Well, uh, there you go. I dreamt you, I came on you. here, Howard. Yeah. I had a dream, and I taught you to yodel. That was that my was dream. dream. I have to fulfill it, or I am not leaving, Howard. You love well, swimming, <laughs> right? I love swimming. And I'm so, calling yeah. you. Yodel with me, Howard. Come on, let it out. Breathe uh, in the peace. Breathe feel, out I, the negativity. I feel silly. I wanted to talk to you about running for governor, but <laughs> oh, come on, silly. Howard, let it out. Know. You got too much negativity in there, man. You gotta right. what, what what is the line again? I'm supposed to sing? Just a standard yodel, yodel, hee hoo, yodel, hee Yes, <laughs> I do. I feel better. I feel yeah, better. You feel great. Yeah. It's a five you know, you are a good century governor. old technique. All oh, of Texas la, la, la. will be yodeling for Matthew McConaughey. Oh. <laughs> all right, pal. Thanks. All right. There you go. You woke I, up I all my dogs, that. Howard. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. There he is. Uh, all right. Take care. All right. All right. Bye, Matthew. Thank you. Thank you oh, Matthew. governor. Governor. <laughs> so when you're going to have Governor uh, McConaughey, Governor Caitlyn Jenner, right? Yeah. And you'll have and President, President uh, Rock. Rock. President The Rock. <laughs> It's the Rock, right? <laughs> the Rock and what, Johnson. And by the way, President the, arrogance, the Rock Johnson. And you know what's great? The arrogance of The Rock. Like He's like, you know what? I'm kind of a bigger box office star than everyone else, so I'm just going to go straight to president. I don't even have to be a governor. <laughs> like That's the arrogance. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm running for president because I have a bigger box office. Because than I'm other. a movie star. <laughs> right. If I was a television star, I'd have to be a governor. <laughs> It's fucking nuts. It's nuts. What's going on out there? Yeah, I'm just going to skip straight to president. I'm my box office is billions. <laughs>
you know, Schwarzenegger had to be a governor because he was a foreigner. And, and I don't know, Clint Eastwood started out as a mayor of a small town. You know, but fuck them. I'm going to be president. You know. God knows what's going to go in Congress. It's going to look like the like the, the dais at a Comedy Central roast. It, it'll be like a reality te- television show. Yeah. All those reality nudniks will be in Congress. Senator Olivia Jade. <laughs> <laughs> Drop out. Uh, yeah. Anyway, where was I? I see. Um, oh, okay. Here we go. The fans have written in. Um, big topic yesterday was Chris Wilding's ass problems. Uh, On Monday, yes. Chris. Wa- yes, yesterday, Chris Wilding shared a story about his itchy asshole. The fans flooded our fan feedback with their diagnoses and their home remedy treatments. I was just listening to Chris talk about his itchy ass. It could be anal warts. Itchiness is a symptom. A doctor should be able to take one look and know right away. That was one diagnosis. Uh, Chris has a yeast infection. I had that painful ring in my anus as well. Putting cream on it just makes it worse. He needs to sprinkle an antifungal powder on it. The powder will dry it out and rebalance the good and bad bacteria in his anus. Everyone is like a doctor. In oh, yeah. Mind. Everybody knows what he has. Is Chris Wilding crazy? When it comes to wiping, his fingers should be in and out of there quickly. Also, tell Chris to get anti-monkey butt powder. It works wonders. What? It's a real thing. Anti-monkey butt powder is an anti-chafing powder that claims to fight friction and absorb sweat. Anti-monkey butt powder. Never heard of it. Sounds bad, but maybe it's good. But anyway, America is debating Chris's anus. Uh, People also saw the irony in the fact that Chris was goofing on ass napkin Ed's worms and his itchy asshole, and now Chris has an itchy asshole. (laughs) It's pretty damn funny that Karma has turned Chris Wilding into ass napkin Chris. He'll be grabbing for that anal toothbrush soon enough. Here's hoping his call as drier Lisa on Monday dries out his asshole for him. Oh, by the way, speaking of dry Lisa who called in, people are really fascinated with dry Lisa. Oh, yeah? Yes. On um, yesterday's show, we heard from dry Lisa. By the way, I saw a picture of dry Lisa. Boy, did it shock the fuck out of me. What did you see? I saw a good-looking woman. You said, I wonder if she, I bet she's good-looking. And she is? She's sexy. Nice Uh, body. You know, in her 50s, but really kind of. Maybe it was, I I mean, I was shocked. I was, I don't know what I was expecting. Sometimes when you hear people's voices, you conjure. Yeah. Listen, I'm, but she was attractive. It was confusing. I was expecting her not to be. But you um, said on the show, I wonder if she's good looking. I wonder if she's hot. Dry Lisa made me wet. <laughs> I, I was like, would I fuck Dry Lisa? And I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> she's a she's a ten in the in the dry vagina community. I I'm wonder telling if she get wet for you. Now I that she it. knows you are turned on. Maybe because I'm famous, she might. Sometimes yeah. that works. Yeah. You close your eyes and just think of my fame. Sometimes you can Well, instead wet. of talking to her husband, she calls in to talk to you. Right. Uh, Dry Lisa is so entertaining to listen to, even though she is married. I think Howard should set her up with Medicated Pete. Oh, I have to talk <laughs> about Medicated <laughs> Pete. Don't let me end this show without talking okay, about him. Okay, Medicated Pete. 
Yeah, I'm sure she'd be aroused by Pete's huge dick. Her husband doesn't seem too interested in having sex with her anyway. I don't know that medicated Pete could get her, honestly. I mean, after seeing what she yeah, looks like. Yeah, she's too good looking for medicated mm -hmm. Pete. Robin was right with Dry Lisa and being aroused. It all is about what's in your head and who you're with. One fan had an interesting observation about Dry Lisa's vocal delivery. I'm almost certain that Dry Lisa is none other than Penny Marshall reincarnated. <laughs> I actually did a side-by-side, -side, if you want to hear that. When well, oh. Here's Dry Lisa, and then I'll play you Penny Marshall. Bobo Head was on the phone, and Bobo Head was talking about Peter Luger. And, and I don't know Bobo Head, so... <laughs> I'm just all right. Here's here is the late uh, Penny Marshall. I was named after Carol Lombard, so it's Carol with an E because my mother loved her. And uh, so they never told me my name was Penny. And the reason they said my name was Penny was because my brother and sister wanted a horse. <laughs> they... I'm saying, uh, hey, <laughs> could be good. Probably call. grew up. A good call. Good, good, uh, good uh, observation. Observation. Yes. By the way, I don't even know if I should play this for you. Uh, Dry Lisa said that she thinks Ronnie is would be a great lover, you know, because he talks about sex so much and stuff. So we had Ronnie get on the phone with Dry Lisa. I listened to this last night. It's fucking weird. Really? Yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie had phone sex with Dry Lisa, and <laughs> those two hit it off. But I tell you, I wanted to throw up a little bit. Ooh. You want to hear it? Yeah, of course I want to hear it. Okay. Here is a Dry Lisa and Ronnie. I mean, Ronnie considers himself a sex expert. Yes. And, and he you know, was saying that he could get her in 10 seconds. He could fix the problem. <laughs> well, that, that was, a, you yeah. know, as soon as somebody lays down the gauntlet like that, I'm like, okay, pal. <laughs> Natural juices. Ronnie seems to have a way, though, like... It's weird. I mean, get ready to be nauseous, and yet somehow it works. <laughs> Buckle your seatbelts. So, uh, Dry Lisa completely lost her sex drive, for those of you who are not familiar with Dry Lisa. Uh, she hadn't had sex with her husband in over 300 days when she first got in touch with us. And that's when we started calling her. Dry Lisa. This is a yes. flashback. This is when Dry Lisa first called. Is me. your husband taking care of you sexually? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's the opposite way around. <laughs> You're taking care of him? No, he needs to be taken care of. He ain't getting none, none from uh, from me. Oh, the poor, the poor man. He has he has carte blanche. I told him go ahead. You know when you go through. Uh, uh, menopause and all that. Right. You told him to go look around know, somewhere I else. My, I Believe me, nobody's my, looking I for him my either. Mojo. <laughs> she lost her mojo, and she said, "If you can find somebody you to fuck, you go ahead." Somewhere yeah. else, yeah. So that was when we first met Dry Lisa. Everybody was like, "Hey, you got to have her on the show more." Anyway, Dry Lisa told Wolfie that she thinks Ronnie knows how to please a woman, and Ronnie, of course, uh, you know, he'll take any challenge. So we gave Ronnie. The impossible task to see if he could make Dry Lisa into Wet Lisa. All right. Get Dry Lisa's juices flowing. Juices. <laughs> That's moron. Not, not easy to do Natural over the phone. Juices. All right. Let's listen in. Let's see if Ronnie gets Dry Lisa wet. 
Uh, and I will tell you, it wasn't easy. Lisa sounded depressed at the start of the call. Listen, listen and see if you agree. I got a question for you, okay? Sure, baby, sure. Uh, so why are you so, like, sounds so down in the dumps about sex and everything? What's that all about? I don't know. I, I guess uh, I guess it's just because, you're, you know, relationship where I just feel like after you have that, like, uh, he rolls over. Right. And it's like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, so no, he's... He's not doing the work, so he's just basically, uh, you know, getting himself hard and then just sticking it in, right? Oh, yeah. So, you know, things are depressing. Right, and Ronnie hit onto it right away, right? He's like a, he's like a sex psychiatrist. <laughs> so Ronnie starts talking to her. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to play you the whole phone call. You'll be a little, it's a little overwhelming. But Ronnie describes what he would do to Lisa if they went on a date. To get her, her juices flowing. My thought would be like to uh, got my, you know, my hand on your neck and just like rubbing your neck around by your earlobe and stuff like that. And uh, trying to, you know, get you a little turned on. That's, that's, that's turning me on. We would get home. You know, we'd wind up, eh, you know, like to wind up in bed together. And ha how do you feel about that? I, I can, I already know you. Right. You know, you know a woman. You would definitely arouse me and we'd definitely be having sex. I would undress you very slowly. As I'm undressing you, I would probably, um, like nibbling on your ear and, um, you know, kissing your neck, pushing your hair back from the side of your face, biting on the side of your neck. And you would feel my breath going into your ear as I was doing that. Oh, oh, that's nice. What a man. Robin just slipped right off her chair. You should have seen it. <laughs> Doesn't take much. Can you imagine Ronnie nibbling on your ear? And blowing in it? <laughs> <laughs> Makes you nauseous, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the worst feeling. Somebody blowing in your ear. Oh, my God. Natural I remember, you know, when pussy. I was listening to this last night, I was like, <laughs> I remember, like, I think, like, in, you know, when I was in high school, I, I went with a girl. She 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 put her tongue in my ear and started to, like, blow in it. And I, I thought yeah. I was going to retch. <laughs> Ronnie does everything. I, I mean, I don't know. All right. In typical Ronnie fashion, the conversation got creepy very quickly. Here we go. So am I arousing you right now a little bit? At least yeah. I know I'm getting turned on just talking to you about it. I would keep massaging you till my cock would be really hard. And I hope you don't mind me talking like this, but uh, I think my cock would be really hard because I'm getting turned on now even talking about it. I would kind of like spread your ass cheeks and just stick my dick in between your ass cheeks like a hot dog bun. And I would keep massaging you. Oh. I would get down to your vagina area and I would spread your legs open nicely, very sensual like, and start to lick your clit very slowly. Now, do you like your clit played with? Yeah. Yeah. Does that get you off? Do you come from it? Yeah, I could get off. Yeah, uh, are, are you hot like I am right now? Seriously. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm hot. Yeah, my, my panties are wet, honey. I'm not lying. Oh, great. Oh, that's awesome. I'm running. Wow. I didn't think he'd find any moisture in those panties. I think Natural it's juices. I think it's easier to find moisture on Mars than in Lisa's panties. But he's got, Ronnie's she, like an explorer of the the extraordinary kind. So the session continues and it gets hotter and heavier and uh, Ronnie's working up to his promise to get dry Lisa wet. And now I would take my hard penis 
and I would put it very slowly because there would be, you know, I would be so turned on by you and what we were doing that there would be a lot of pre-cum on the tip of my cock. And what I would do is I would take it and rub the head of my cock around your clit. If I rolled over on my stomach, what would you do to me? Oh, if you rolled over, oh, you're going to hold out on me? You wouldn't yeah, I'm going I'm, I'm to gonna hold, I'm gonna hold out on you because that's my thing. I like to really, like, have, like, a major explosion w- with my partner. But you'd want me to get on top of you, and I'd, I'd set your cock right inside me, and we'd probably, we're already to that point where we're going to explode. Ronnie? What is Ronnie in that uh, pre-cum situation? Uh, like, no, I know. Pre-cum is always a part of the story. Always involved. Like, I, I got to tell you, I'm a dude. <laughs> what, you I don't, don't have any of that? <laughs> I don't have anything dripping out of my cock before. <laughs> if, if, I, if, if something comes out, it's cum. I mean, it's like I came. Yeah, baby, Ronnie's sick. Something's coming out of him. Ronnie's like a woman. He's got, like, juices that are coming. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, it's always pre-cum, pre-cum, pre-cum. <laughs> I'm going to take my pre-cum. And it's like, one of the Jesus. worst terms. It's not pretty. It's not sexy. It's, it's awful. Sounds like he could dribble out some pre-cum anytime he needs it to lube up right. on and up. Like he's leaky. <laughs> I mean, what is that? I I don't know one dude that has all this pre-cum. And pre- what do you mean? Pre- it's cum Either or it's you're not? you're coming or you're not. It's like a wet paintbrush down there with him. <laughs> and he's going uh, is it really that hard? <laughs> but meanwhile, you're ready to throw up. Lisa was getting turned on. Listen. Well, this happens all have, the time with Ronnie. Do you squirt? Have you ever squirted? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah really? It's, right. it's just, it's unbelievable. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, you. Man, it's so cool. I have a very personal question. So, like I told you, I've been getting really hard talking to you about this. Uh, have you touched yourself at all during this whole thing? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Good. I'm I glad. Have- I'm glad. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad I could do that for you. Oh, thank you. I, did I do that to you as well? Oh, yeah. I, I, I could feel, I, <laughs> believe me. <laughs> I'm getting, I was getting really hard in the pants, believe me. Uh, and I could feel a little, little wetness probably coming out. Could you touch yourself now and see if you're wet? Yeah. Yeah, it's wet moist, honey. <laughs> well, that's you got good. Me moist. I'm glad. Success. Oh, my goodness. He's so proud of himself. <laughs> <laughs> my evil plan worked with my pre comp. <laughs> he even said he was wet in his pants. He's, I'm telling you, he leaks. <laughs> <laughs> he should go see a doctor, I think. Natural juices. By the way, this just in, Dry Lisa's moving to Vegas. Did you know that? <laughs> Ronnie feeling very full of himself. We, you know, we did a, you know, we gave him a challenge and he kind of met it. Yeah. <clears throat> Wolfie uh, did a follow-up. He checked in with Lisa after the phone call to find out how it went. Yeah. Just in general, what were you guys talking about? In general, we were talking about if him and I were, like, uh, in a relationship. How he would turn me on and how I would try and turn him on and what I would do, what he would do to me and, mm. and what I would wow. do to him. <laughs> Wait a second. Do you guys have phone sex? 
<laughs> he had phone sex. Did Ronnie get yeah. you off in that call? Um, <laughs> he got me. He got me there. He got me off. He was able to get mm. me moist. Ronnie's mission to change the world one vagina at a time. Yeah, one mm-hmm. sex phone call at a time. Yeah, and after the Ronnie call, if you do an A B, if you compare her before the call and then after the call, you hear the difference in her voice. Yes. Listen to this. Uh, hi. Good morning, Wolfie. Hey, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? What's new in your world? Uh, nothing much. Nothing much. Same old, same old. I just have a lot, a lot of uh, personal stuff going on. And now we go to Ron after Ronnie. No, I'm, I'm hot. Yeah, my, my panties are wet, honey. I'm not buying. Oh, great. Oh. I haven't, I haven't had sex in so long, so they should be. They, wow. at least, at least I know something's working. <laughs> Impressive. Ronnie is a vagina whisperer. I'm telling you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The woman's happy. Ronnie gave Lisa CPR. Creepy pussy resuscitation, we call it. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite remarkable what he can do. Like nothing That's about incredible. that was sexual to you, right? I mean, you no, didn't, uh, no, no. It's creepy no. and disgusting. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, congratulations, Ronnie. You, you, you really, you really did a, you did a great now, job. I'm going to ask you something really personal. Have you ever squirted? excuse me (laughs) I couldn't imagine what a personal question would be like Uh, I hope you don't mind but have you ever squated (laughs) and this only encourages Ronnie you know like he's he's gonna be more up and more thinks you know I am the man Uh, Robin and I were discussing yesterday how the judges on American Idol are not critical of the contestants and it kind of affects the show the audience agreed with me Howard, American Idol is for losers from middle America. Well, that's me. <laughs> Why are you watching? TV competitions died after you left AGT. No, I mean, I don't watch AGT anymore because I don't like Simon, but you know, it's a personal thing with me. And plus, I work there, and I know all the shtick that goes on behind the scenes. And, you know, sometimes it just, it doesn't, it's not that I had a bad time there. I just, you know, it's just like I've done that, so I'm done with it. And quite frankly, I... I didn't want the show to do well after I left, and it, and it's done just fine. So it's upsetting <laughs> to me. I wanted it to all crumble, but You're of course, pretending it didn't. in your own mind, it's gone. Yeah, nothing would have pleased me more if AGT <laughs> went away the season after I was on it. You know, like people would have said, "Fuck this, we want Stern." They didn't. They didn't blink. They didn't care. <laughs> Those little kids went right on without you. Oh yeah. You know, instead of sucking up to me, they sucked up to Simon. It doesn't make a difference. Well, I've had it with that, but I like watching American Idol. It relaxes me. I don't know how you do it. I love it. I love it. I'm not going to lie. I do get annoyed. Uh, You know, like I talked about Bobby Bones. Like, I I felt bad for him because there's nothing for him to say. And Lionel Richie doesn't want to be mean. Katie doesn't want to be mean. Luke Bryan doesn't want to be mean. None of them want to be mean. And everyone says, Howard, what's with you? It's 2021 and no one is watching American Idol. That show died along with Eric the Actor. Well, somebody must be watching it. (laughs) 
Howard, check with John Hine. American Idol jumped the shark a while ago. The judges are too soft on these contestants. Yeah, I, I mean, if I was on American Idol, I would be honest with the kids. And that probably wouldn't fly. Everyone would write me, you're so mean. These are young children. You shouldn't be blah, 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 breaking their dream. But I don't see anything wrong with like saying to a kid, hey, look, you know, you kind of blew it. The song you chose this week is bad. You were better last week. And quite frankly, probably uh, if I was going to predict, I think America might just say goodbye to you. I don't see the big deal in that. You got to toughen up a little bit. But if you're going to go into a competition, you know what I mean? Well, uh, it's a competition. I've heard that you don't get do anybody any favor by lying to them That's when right. they've been bad. Hearing Robin talk about how the American Idol contestants can't sing makes me realize how great she would be on the judging panel. How fantastic would it be to see her duet with the contestants so she could be a singing mentor? I, I would <laughs> I would love that. Uh, finally, something here about Gary's mother. We were recently talking with Gary, as you know, about his mom, like we did with Wolfie today. And thank you to uh, Gary's mom de la for coming Bicho. Um, a listener had a question for Gary. God bless Gary and his mother. I was curious about her childhood and upbringing, if he could share. I know many audience members would be very interested to know how his mom grew up. Excellent content, so real and raw. I don't know the answer to that. I could have Gary come on and do that. I would guess Gary's mother was a very deprived woman. I don't know her background history, but Gary, I'm going to just do a little uh, psychoanalysis here. Uh, I'm an amateur, but I'm going to say this. I would guess your mom was uh, deprived i mean emotionally and again we have no way of knowing this but i would i would certainly guess that she hungers for attention hungers for someone to take care of her and that is the why she was so childlike and so and, and so I, I mean there's also mental illness there there's a lot going on but uh, do i ha do i have this right i think you have it right but but in a different way i think she was very narcissistic she was the youngest of seven and she was used to having everybody dote on her and do everything for her. And then when, you know, she just expected everybody in life to continue to do that for her. So I think you're kind of there. Her expectation was that people would, she was used to having everything done for her and manipulating people into yep. getting them to do stuff. Oh, that's interesting. But she was the youngest of seven. And usually the youngest is the, you know, is the one craving the most attention, I would think. I, I would say that her I, when I would hear her argue with her sisters, which was often, I would hear the, her on the phone, <laughs> um, a right. lot of times they referred to her uh, as spoiled. Like when her sisters right. and her would get into a fight in person, they would tell my mother she was spoiled. So your mother's expectation in life was that things should go right for her, nothing bad should be happening to her. For you, yes. For that one over there, yes. But not her. That the expectation was... The world should be taking care of her. I mean, I definitely think that my mom felt that the world revolved around her. So, yes, it, it definitely okay. was. It was her world. I just happened to be orbiting <laughs> around. By the way, Gary, your audio book is on the phone right now and wants to talk about his mom's electroshock therapy. Here is huh? Gary audiobook. Yes, Gary. I was in ninth grade when I began to understand what my mom went through, what those visits to the hospital were all about. The movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest had just been released, and my aunts and uncles were talking about it. They wondered how realistic the electroshock therapy scenes were, and then I heard one of them say, I wonder if that's what it was like for Ellen. What the fuck? Electroshock therapy? On my mom? Twice? I went to see the movie right after that conversation. Is that right? Your, your mom had electroshock therapy twice? Yes, she did. And when she came home, what was the difference, or was there none? 
Well, she was lethargic for a while, and then and then she kind of, you know, <laughs> you know, Robin always talks about how those fat guys on The Sopranos could beat the band; they could eat through the band. My mother, yeah. my mother ate through the electroshock therapy. <laughs> well, let me it. get this straight. From what I know of the old days, when they did electroshock therapy, they they hook these electrodes to you, and then they stick something in your mouth so you don't bite your tongue, right? And then they zap you real good with some electricity. And then you're like, you know, you're like, you know, like, right. whole, you like, have a seizure. That's basically right. what happened. It's, it's, and then, and then how does that cure your mom? I don't know. I, I mean, I really don't know. Neither and, did I don't, they. I, don't <laughs> I mean, I, it's crazy. Like, who came up with that? <laughs> ben Franklin? I don't, know, I don't know if I talk about it in this the clip from the book, but there's a there's a movie with Angelina Jolie where they it takes place in the 30s and they think she's she's crazy. And they give her the electroshock therapy. And, and I remember it came out like in like the 2000s. And I remember seeing it and getting like super emotional because it freaked me out. Like I was like, I, like, I can't believe they would take a human and put them on a table and hold them down and then run electricity through their bodies and think that's okay. Yeah. Like, like who invented that? Like they're probably like, you know what? Let's run some electricity through somebody's body. I get when they wake up, they're going to be happy. They're alive. <laughs> and, you know, it's almost like a, an adult spanking. It's like, let's run electricity through them. It'll be so fucked up that they'll behave themselves. Well, well they like were it, doing so poorly with the lobotomies. Right. They just yeah. said, well, let's not cut anything. Let's just electrocute them. Wow. <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. I think they thought <laughs> lobotomies were too archaic. This was way yeah. more normal. <laughs> Who was her doctor? Bubba the Love Sponge? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have an idea how to cure your mother. Let's throw a toaster in the bathtub. <laughs> what the fuck? It's crazy. And, and they did it to her once, and then they said, well, maybe we better give her another dose. No, she did it, like, years apart. Like, she did it, like, uh -huh. four years apart. Did she volunteer for it, or, like, they just yeah, yeah. forced her to yeah. do it? Oh, she no, volunteered. She went, she, went to, she, she, she went to her shrink. Wow. Which was a whole other thing, because I used to go to the shrink with my mom because she didn't have a babysitter, <laughs> right? Right. I would sit in the office and I would play with Highlights magazine and look at Goofus and Gallant. And we would get in the car and my mother would sob uncontrollably the entire oh, ride no. home. <laughs> but I had no idea why. Right. You know, I was like in third grade and she would just be. Uh, you know what's so great? You don't even want to know why. It's like, oh, who wants to hear this? She took you to the shrink, got in the car and would cry the whole ride home. Sob uncontrollably, not cry. And she's the driving. And yeah. the I didn't think she could control the car. And then she would get home, and then she would really, she would just go nuts. But um, she had this doctor, and uh, this the shrink is the one who talked her into it. Fuck, was Twice. she crying about? I mean, I wonder what she was know. crying about. I wonder what one, they did in there. there. There was one day where she came home, and she just kept, she kept um, saying the same thing over again. Papa, I'm sorry. Whatever the oh. fuck that meant. So yeah, my mom used to cry all the time too. My mom would go upstairs and some when I was in high school, she would always say, oh, "I'm going to go kill myself." I'm you know, and she's crying and stuff. She's super depressed, and they put her on all kind of Valium and shit. And uh, and I just I just got fed up with it. I was just like, "Okay, go ahead, do your thing." <laughs> she never did anything. You know what I mean? I was just like, "Well, don't I don't like me." People. <laughs> yeah, like like yeah. I mean, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you go do your thing. I'll I'll be fine. I mean, I you know I'll get over it. I told that story last week about how she scared the shit out of the babysitter, you know, by threatening to kill herself with the answering machine. It took me till my middle thirties to realize my mother was too narcissistic to actually go through with it. Right? Yeah. No, they're not ending the party because my mom will even get on the phone to me now and go, you know, 
It's enough already. I've had enough. I've had enough. And then, and then the next breath, she's like, I got to go to the doctor. This, I go, well, I thought you had enough. I go, I go, mom, why don't you go have a glass of wine? I'm not going to drink. That's not good for you. And I'm like, if you want to die and you need pan enough, go out with a party. Go have some candy. There's too much sugar. You know, you can't have it both ways. I, I mean, I had a crazy realization. I can't remember how old I was, but I, I really remember thinking that there was no way that my mother was going to kill herself because she enjoyed haunting my father too much. And there was right. no way she was going to give that up. Right. If she could be guaranteed an afterlife where she could chase your father, then she would do it. Exactly. Maybe. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Your mom was out there, man. Mrs. Delabate, we think we know the cure. We want you to take a fork and stick it in a light socket and see if <laughs> what happens to you. But, uh, and it would be a whole thing, too, because I would get, like, I remember one, one of the times, the second time she had it done, I literally, you know, I grew up on Long Island, and all our relatives lived in Brooklyn. I got shipped to Brooklyn for the summer. I had to go live with my aunts and uncles. I, I went between homes, but I had to live there for the summer because my mom was, I think she was in the hospital for, like, I don't know, 10 or 12 days. And then when she got home, she was in no condition to take care of me. So I spent an wow. entire summer with relatives. Wow. Jesus. I wonder what the relatives were saying behind her back. Well, that, dude, they, and then they were going through their, listen, you don't think that my mother was one of seven and she was the only crazy one, do you? Right. <laughs> so I'm going around to all these fucking houses and, you know, it's, it's only. Each house slightly, is crazier than the next. Oh, uh, it was, it was, it was, you know what? I was going, one of my, one of my cousins had been killed in a car accident like a month before I went to go spend the summer with him. So my aunt and uncle were going through such immense depression and sadness that I think I would have been better off at my mother's house. <laughs> Man, that's saying a lot. It, oh, I thought you were going to say your terrible. aunt and uncle started calling you like the, the dead cousin's the name and stuff. The, no, yeah. no, no. They were yeah. just, they were just, they, I mean, it was too raw for them. I, I mean, I can't even believe they offered to take me in. with. Maybe they, they thought you'd cheer them up, you know? I guess, but, and and so watching their depression was so awful. Mm. It's amazing. Any of us survived. <laughs> I know. Well, Rob, Robin, like, I, I thought my, my mother was greatly depressed, you know, but like, Gary's, a, you know, she didn't go as far as electroshock therapy, but I just remember my father begging her to be, he said, please, let's become alcoholics. So I'll <laughs> I'll do it with you. So, so that we can at least make you feel better. Wow. And I was like, that'll well, be interesting. an offer. <laughs> yeah. He said, well, what do you want to do? My father was just trying to figure it. He goes, my father's a practical guy. He's like, I'll tell you what. <laughs> what's what's the cure? Be, let's both become alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> and these two don't drink. I mean, a bottle of whiskey. They had a bottle of whiskey from their wedding. That was still in my house. <laughs> Unbelievable. Jeez. Yeah. Howard, I would, I would, I, the, the, all these memories are coming back now. My, my cousin who died in the car accident, and he was at the dinner table and he just said he was going to get up and he went downstairs. It was completely not his fault. A guy like drove up on the sidewalk while he was fixing his bicycle. And mm. so now I'm spending the summer there. I'm, I don't know, sixth grade. And every morning I would sit there with my uncle and he would just, he would just stare at the wall, just stare at the wall. And then mm. he would go, he would go, he would turn around to me. He goes, if only when he got up to go out for dinner, if only I said no. He'd still be here. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm, I'm dealing with some other shit at home, too. I get it, man. But this is all too much. Yeah, my mom, my, they just took a power line and attached it to my mother's head. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got problems, too. Yeah. 
had him only in sixth grade. Uh, oh, man. Jesus, Gary. So, what a fucking just saga. No, no appropriate behavior anywhere. They were good. No, people. they were just dealing with some. They were dealing with some heavy. And heavy somebody stuff. should have said they're not the ones to send him to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Speaking of moms. Yeah. Speaking of moms, I do have to get to that medicated Pete's mom thing. Uh, maybe before we get off the air. I, oh, I medicated get to Pete. It. That's right. What's mm. going on with him? I'll let you know. Uh, Samantha, you're on the air first. Oh, this is Samantha. I hung up on her yesterday. Oh. Right from Texas. Oh, today. Actually, today. that was like a couple hours ago. Oh, was that an hour or two ago? Oh, yeah. Why did I hang yes. up on you? I've already forgot. Oh, you were Why? the 7 Eleven lady? Yes. Girl, oh, I'm 31. Like, God, you were so annoying. Why am I so annoying? But no, listen, I was just calling, like, I was actually going to have, like, a productive conversation with you, like, and you just, like, started, like, spewing out, like, your, like, anger and, like, hostility. Yeah, you, like, you were horrible. You don't horrible. know my situation. You don't know who I was, like, buying gummies for. Like, and it's, like here's the deal. It's like, I'm not, like, y'all are, like, Ugh, like blah, blah, blah. I found you I'm extremely even... annoying. All right, make your point now. Maybe I'll be I... calmer. What do you want to say? How would you how would you have found me so annoying? You didn't even give me a chance to talk. You vocally, um, there was, everything about you was annoying. But You're just annoying. Howard. Some people are I annoying. Mean, anybody could say the same thing about you, but I'm sure they could, but they don't. I'm famous. No one says anything. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you're annoying and you're rude and you're no. You're, like, you're just saying I'm annoying because people. I find you annoying. You, you really can't do at? that. You can't well, say why? I'm annoying. You can't well, say I'm annoying because I find you annoying. I'm annoying. Well, why can't I not say you're annoying too? Because everything I say sticks double to you. <laughs> okay, fine. You're I'm rubber. You're glue. Like, arrogant prick. How about that? I am an arrogant prick. That's how I got on the radio. Okay. Now, what do you? Okay, what's your fantastic. problem? You're not that famous. Like oh like, yes, well, you. maybe you're right. Oh, you are. Maybe you right. are really Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I was yeah. really trying to have, like, a productive, like, actual real conversation that could have been, like, well, informative have it. for people. You, all you're doing is saying over and over again that you, you find me annoying. Okay, I find you annoying. What no, is your productive conversation? I, I wasn't conversation? allowed to call you annoying anymore, remember? What Anyways, do you want to say? You're what? annoying. Oh, my God. Is that all you can say? Is that all you got? Yeah, really? so far, that's all I can tell you. I'm telling you, my audience feels okay. the same way. I know what okay, you are, great. but what am I? I'm, I'm rubbing your glue. Too. Or what, I'm rubbing your glue. Everything you say bounces back onto you and sticks to you. Okay, that's great. Okay, I'm glad we're in fifth grade. But, like, <laughs> I was your audience also. Like, listen, I was just trying to bring up, like, a Good. concern or, like, a point in, like, okay, you know how, back at the vaccine thing, you know how uh, they were saying, oh, this is a new kind of vaccine, right? Like, this isn't the old type of vaccine where they put a little bit of the disease in you or whatever, correct? And, like, this is, like, an instruction book. It's your mRNA. I know, Robin. Ha, ha. But, and y'all are like, oh, you're not. I'm not a scientist. I'm not saying I'm a scientist. I'm a normal citizen who is just, like, hearing what everybody else is hearing. Like, what are you, so what are you, what are you babbling is, about? Let me tell you why you're annoying. This is the constructive conversation. I'm wondering why yeah. people are getting sick you're, off of a vaccine. What that you're doing. Samantha, let me tell you, you what you sound like, How okay? I'm going to help you. I'm, I'm talking calmly no, to you, and you're hysterical. Do you want to have a conversation or not? Sweetheart, you're hysterical. Do you want to have a conversation or not? You're being hysterical. I'm going to tell you why you're annoying. Okay, I'm, I'm trying stupid. to have a 
a real like conversation with you. Are you when you're having a conversation, you started already arguing with Robin. Ha ha. You start arguing with me and answering your own questions. You got to slow down and think. I'm going to ask you to think. This is something a lot of people haven't asked you to I'm do. I'm going to ask you the same thing. What are you trying to ask me, Samantha? You, what are you after? You asked, what do you want to you know? You said, okay, go on. I just asked you that question. I said, why do some people kind of get sick after they take the vaccine? Okay, Samantha, I'm going to explain yes, it to you. It's an mRNA vaccine. Yes, please explain it Samantha, to me because it's not. Sometimes the immune system after they, not everyone, some people do have a reaction to the shot, which actually is an indication that the vaccine is working. Your immune system Mm -hmm. is being stimulated. Okay. And that is why some people have a reaction to the shot that they recover from after a day. Now, does that help you? No, it doesn't. Am I allowed to talk yet? <laughs> On our phone okay, with Samantha so is Amanda, who says she, too, needs a second to talk. Go ahead, Amanda. Oh Wait, just just give me a second to talk. Like, you're not even going to let her talk. And, like, you're not even giving me a second to talk. Okay, right, I'm going to give you a second. Go ahead, Amanda, who is, uh, wants a uh, second to talk. Go ahead. Okay, well, hold on, hold on. I'm just putting the keys in my car to open the door because the electric lock isn't working. The key... Hold on. I'm just, look, both of you are way more annoying than I am, and I just want to say, like, you're you're being, like, so rude, and, like, you don't even know about gummy bears, I'm like, I just, like, stole my fucking gummy bears, I'm like, it's not fair, but I know what you're thinking, Robin, like, okay, you're so famous, whatever, like, you're not even letting her talk. Well, Robin not isn't even that me- famous, uh, she's not that famous. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right, she's not that famous. <sighs> I'm doing my best, okay? You're, like, being so rude. Just let let Samantha talk. Let her talk. Samantha. Hello. She, this woman yeah, could be your talk. sister. This is what you sound right, like. Right, Samantha. Notice that uh, Samantha hello. didn't learn a thing by this phone call. <laughs> oh, really? Thank you, Amanda. Did you did you just get like some new like program or something on your computer that does that to people's voices? Like, I'm trying to actually have a conversation with you, and you're going back to acting like an immature little critic. Like, do you want to, like, if you're so passionate about, like, everyone getting vaccinated. You asked me a question. You You asked me a question. And you you didn't answer. You said, did that answer your question? And I said, no. And then you played some weird. What do you want from me? What is the question? Because you asked why people were having a reaction. And I told you the reason. Yes. Yes. But that is for the regular type of vaccines. This is supposed to be a different kind, mRNA. It's not when they put a little right, bit of okay. it's not like Samantha, can I explain complexity. it to you? MRNA, that's the delivery system. OK, correct. Yes, ma'am. What they add to the delivery system is a replica of a protein. When your body uh-huh. recognizes a foreign protein, your immune system is activated. Do you Great. understand that? Thank you. And then some yes, people do. have a bigger reaction than other people. That's the Thank answer. you so much for explaining that to me like a mature Good. adult. Good. I'm now go sincerely. get the vaccine, you fuckhead. Good <laughs> goodbye. What a dummy. <laughs> I, I, thank you for explaining. She doesn't know anything. Just get the vaccine. You don't know anything. You're a big dumb hole. Oh, geez. just 
listen to the experts. You'll be fine. You're an empty vessel. The only problem is I got to live in the same country with you because. Same world. I mean, yeah, it's not just because, the country. Because I can't get herd immunity because I got to explain to you how a vaccine works. MRNA, MRNA. I get it, Robin. MRNA. <laughs> Darling Samantha, you are a follower. You're not a leader. Stop thinking like a leader. You're a follower. You're a babbling fool. That's all. So what? There's a lot of babbling fools. Just recognize it and do what we tell you to do. Stupid. I wouldn't even let Benji date her. What do you think of that? <laughs> oh, please, please. Doesn't she deserve that? <laughs> <laughs> all right. You're going to date Benji. <laughs> wow. Yes, Tina, uh, how are you? Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. And then I have to take a break. Good. Yes. Right. Thank you so much for taking my call. I just want to say I love you. But, you know, when Samantha called, I think the only thing I got out of that was that promo code from 7-Eleven. Could I get that? Yes. <laughs> well, this, this is what we're dealing with. All right, Tina. Thank you for that. That's Tina. Samantha's got nothing to say. I agree. Yes, uh, Richard. Massachusetts, what's up? Hey, uh, I was just curious if, uh, hey now, hey now, hey but uh, I was just uh, curious if that woman's name was actually Karen. Hey now. <laughs> yeah, huh? Samantha the caller. Hey. Yeah, I hear you. Well, if she's not, then I'm afraid she might have just used the information you gave her to become one, so. Mm. Yeah, she's uh, she definitely fits into well, that Karen. Hello, Mike, you're on the air. Hey now, Howard. Hey now. Hey, uh, hey uh, I was really appreciating. Hey, now. All right, hey, all right. Hey, Move now. it along. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, just so Samantha doesn't feel too bad. I mean, you've even had to hang up on really amazing callers like myself or Apples before just because we were getting annoying to you. So uh, I thought it was really great that you were, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't get why people take the bait with you, Howard. They take the bait every time you try to get under their skin and they don't. They don't know you're just. I'm not trying to get under. Uh, I fucking love it. And I'm not trying to get out of anybody under anybody's skin. I, I mean, some people are just annoying, and they need to know it. Yes, Carrie, you're on the air. Carrie in New York. Hey now. Hey, hey now. now. Hey now. Hey now. First time, long time since your NBC days. Today is my 60th birthday. Well, happy and birthday! I just want to say thank you. Thank you. You are gorgeous, Howard. I really hate when you put yourself <laughs> down. Um, oh, aren't you? Sweet? I am. I'm recently dating someone now, but at 60 years old, um, have you actually looked around at the dating pool of men your age? Well, it's I found not a that. Pretty sight. I'll tell you what, Carrie. I have found that when I talk to women in your age group, many times they got to date an 80 year old guy in order to get anything going. In other words, they can't find a 60-year-old guy to date him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because the 60-year-old the guys want 30-year-old women. That's right. Or, or they think they can get 30-year-old men, but women. But 
have you looked at these men? These sixty. Hey, I look in the mirror. Stunning. It's horrible. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how anybody does it. I don't know how Bill anybody Gates over sixty is going to find this out yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah, well, Bill Gates. Bill Gates is a billionaire. He's going to find someone who finds him very attractive. I, mean, I guarantee it. All right, no, but well, Carrie, you're right. This. I'm a. Oh, I'm a fellow artist as well. I'm an art teacher. I'm a retired art teacher, taught art, high school art for 34 years. And you know that drawing and painting is 95% observation, careful observation. Absolutely. I know you have that skill, but when it comes to your own looks, you're not putting that to good use. I've always been, you know, I I found a picture of myself. From uh, like 20 years ago. And I looked at it and I went, you know, I wasn't so bad back then. I don't know what I was carrying on. I wasn't horrible. But now I see well, myself. I go, now. No. I see myself. Now, I know what you're, you're making a point. I've seen other guys my age. And they look like they're ready to drop dead. I mean, like, like, That's like right. you, you go, oh my God, I'm going to this guy's funeral tomorrow. I mean, they, they look a mess. So yes. in some ways. Yes. And I've seen them naked too, which is even worse. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> stop that. What do you do, Carrie, to prepare yourself sexually when you're with a guy? Let's say he's in his sixties. He doesn't look great. Do you keep your eyes shut? Do you imagine other men in bed with you? What do you do to uh, to bang? No, no. You know, at this point I, in my life, I've come full circle. It's really about personality and their outlooks. There's, I mean, there's so many, as you can tell by your previous callers, there's so many wackadoodles out there. <laughs> um, you got to weed them out by their, at this time, politics their approach towards life are they you know humans basically so right. that goes a long way in terms of being you know turned on by people i know what you mean I, I thank god i'm not single carrie i really don't know what i would make yeah, of but, like yeah but you are the full package howard you you have the love maybe you're right you're a very youthful youthful guy and you have the personality and trust me, yeah. I've been out there. I've been looking around, and one hundred percent full on. You know, I, you're making I'm me feel better. You're right. You're the she's right because you know what? She's right. I see some of these alter cockers. <laughs> if if you if you could, I see, I go on Facebook. I see even people I, I my you know that I went to high school with or or, or college. They look. I mean, you you go whoa! Like you can't <laughs> believe it. You go, what the fuck happened? That's an they old bag. Like monsters just screaming. Yeah, you just go, oh. Yeah. And these Uncle were good-looking people. They all look like Uncle Fester. There are some oh, people, I'm talking about even, you know, men. I remember the women would go crazy for And I see them now and I go, whoa. And, and then the women. There were women that I would have killed somebody for. If they would have just <laughs> looked my way. And and now I go, man, good thing I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a big waste of time. You're absolutely well, I, right. I have, another theory to, I have another theory, too. The single men in this age group look pretty awful. The married men look halfway decent. They got wives right. dressing them and, you yes. know, telling them, are you really going to wear that? Uh no, I need you to shave this way or that way. 
and they look pretty decent. But the ones that are flying solo, they have no clue. They are you fucking at all, it's, or are you are you are you? Uh... Have you given up? <laughs> yeah, are okay, you having my sex? My parents and kids are listening. My, my parents and kids are listening. Oh my God, shut your ears, Maggie Pete. Um, yes, my I have. A, I'm dating a new guy now. It's pretty recent since How COVID. Old? We've both been vaccinated. He is turning sixty-five in August. All right, how's he looking? He's looking good. He's got a great body, and uh, the sex is very good. Oh. oh, oh, really? Okay, there you go. Well, as you yeah, point there out, I go. <laughs> Father Time has the last laugh. But uh, and how's your body, by the way? You know, you. It sounds to me like you're taking good care of yourself. I am. I do yoga every day. I mean, See? COVID. I probably packed on about five eight pounds i gotta i gotta lose some weight but i'm working on it and uh i you know i i feel like (laughs) i feel like i'm 35 you know you do yeah well that's the problem you feel like you're 35 and then you look in the mirror and you go whoa (laughs) i see a lot of these yoga broads they look good (laughs) yoga is a good thing yeah all right carrie (laughs) thanks for the update i appreciate that uh, very much. You are, you're hot, Howard. That's the bottom line. You know, I'm starting to feel that way. You know, listen, I get very depressed about my appearance. I've always been depressed about it. I wanted to be a really handsome guy. Who wouldn't want to be? You know, that's a, it's a great superpower. Uh, but you know, I do see when I, at least I go, that's why I feel Facebook is a very important thing. <laughs> you go on there once a month to, to, to sort of get out of your depression. Because I see these people. <laughs> I'm telling you, Rob, if you ever get down about your appearance, just go on that, that thing and I take a look at what's doing. That. I don't need to look at somebody else's problems there are people, to make myself uh, you know, feel better. There are people I knew from summer camp or from years ago in radio. And uh, you go, oh, my God, what the fuck happened? <laughs> By the way, uh, you know, we got into this thing earlier. Before we leave, I, I just wanted to mention that, um, you know, we were talking about famous people running for office. I've had enough of it. But, uh, you know, we talked about Matthew McConaughey. I, I feel he's going to be in trouble because he's going to have to commit to some thoughts about where he stands on the issues. And, you know, the rock he's carrying on, he's going to be the president. I don't know what this rock is thinking. Where is he on the issues? <laughs> you don't smell what the rock is cooking? And I asked, no, I, I mean, you don't know. And and that's the problem. Oh, hold on a second. Mildred is on the phone. She's 94 and she's dating. Oh. Yeah, Yes, Mildred, what do you want? I'm, I'm about to have wind up the show here, yeah. Hi, I'm 94 years young, and I only date 30-year-old guys because the other ones can't keep up with me. Right, at okay. My age, and I think you're really hot. You feel I I'm hot. You on, I look at you on my television back in the 90s, and I always wanted to fuck you very hard. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Howard, yes, ma'am. I'm going to take my teeth out, and very slowly, I'm going to give you a gummer, and that's <laughs> when I fuck your cock without my teeth. You know what? You're you, making Mildred. <laughs> You're making yeah. me feel really good, I got to tell you, honey, because, you know, do I was always have, down on my... Do you have juices rolling yes. out of your cock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, honey. I want you to take your hard meat and ram it into my throbbing cunt. 
<laughs> I, I want you so bad, honey. How and does she you, feel about your, your mother's age? I know age, you're married, she? but if, I am. She, if she gives you if she gives you a hall pass, I I'm gonna put a tub of Vaseline in my cunt so it's <laughs> wet for you. <laughs> Thank you. And you know what? You made me feel good. Like that other woman, you say, you know, compared to yeah. other men my age, I'm not bad looking, and I and I understand your no, point. Thank I, you. A lot of men your age look like fucking ghouls, but you're hot. <laughs> I know. And you have really nice hair. And exactly. my cunt is hairless, so if you were eating me out, it would look really awesome. Well, you know, huh? ma'am, I got to tell you something. Uh, it's a compelling Please offer. call me Mildred. Yes, Mildred. I, I got to say, it's, uh, you know, it, you know. Most guys my age, I see them. They look like The Walking Dead. You ever watch that show? <laughs> yeah. They look like the zombies. <laughs> they look like the zombies. A lot, of, on the a lot of them look like me, but that's besides the point. You're really <laughs> right. hot. Yeah, you well, know, thank you, honey. Power. All right, yes. Do you power. think you could make love to someone as old as your mother? Uh, Mildred, I could. I mean, she's oh, turning okay. me of on. Of course, Mildred. Let me crazy. have a little phone sex my with you. Age, at my age, you can just fuck any fold. It's, everything's a pussy. What would you do to me if we were alone? I would slowly pull down my negligee, and I would say, <laughs> be gentle with me. I'm a virgin tonight. I'm a virgin. And then I would tie my cunt lips into a knot. And let you untangle them with your tongue. All right, I got. I'm going to go throw. Up. All right, thank you, man. Wow, wow. Oh, look, there's my girlfriend, Marianne from Brooklyn. Yes, Marianne, quickly. Howard, you're the man. I love you so much. You're hot, you, sexy, bro. smart. That's the greatest <laughs> show Say on Robin. the fucking planet. Fuck of all course. these assholes. But anyway, Howard, Robin, you were a question on Jeopardy last week with Anderson Cooper. Yes. And um, I wanted to tell you, uh, Anderson Cooper was decent, but now I think I'm going to go for LeVar Burton because I've always loved him. And Twitter went on a um, like a thing to uh, vote him in, so he's going to guest show host next. So we'll see. I, Is it going to um... be LeVar Burton? I have to say, I'm a little behind on this. I have not been watching Jeopardy. I didn't yeah, see Anderson. I forgot to watch Anderson. I did see the bit where I was uh, a question on Jeopardy, but I haven't seen Anderson do the whole show. So I'm gonna I'm gonna he have to do a review. Robin. I will look over all the hosts good, but... and then give you my opinion. Okay, Marianne. Yeah. All right. Thank uh, you for that. By the way, oof, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But we were... <laughs> no, I was gonna say that. Um, with all this talk about celebrities now, you know, The Rock says he'll run for president if the people want it. I mean, who, you know, again, I don't know. Look at the Rock. people, Rock. The people don't know what they want. I mean, first of all, I've never heard The Rock say anything political. Who knows where he stands? And this this uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey, who I've had on the show, I, I don't know where he stands on the issues. I don't know how. People but why don't they think that? Look, I don't. They, they, Ever no, talk about a, the issues? Why would somebody vote for me? They did a, a poll, and they said already more people want to vote for Matthew McConaughey over the guy who's currently the governor of Texas. And I just said, well, what do you know about it? So I was thinking, I asked Arnold Schwarzenegger to end the show with us. Oh yeah, because he did what? this. He's at the yeah. Is he at the door too? Yes, <laughs> Arnold, uh, uh, Governor, are you there? Yes. Hi, Howard. Hi. hi. 
I was saying to... Yes, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. There's this all talk about celebrity governors, and I need to run for governor again. I need to get back into the spotlight, you know? Well, when you say that, in other words, I feel a lot of these people, I don't know what their drive is, but they... I don't feel they have a real urge to be in public service. They 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 want more to be constantly in Love. the limelight. Loved. Yeah. And well, if they there, want to be loved. There's something to that. There's something to that, Howard, because, you know, I used to have it all. I was rich and famous in a big movie star. Remember, I was married to a candidate, for God's sakes. Right. And I even opened Planet Hollywood, that restaurant that nobody ate at. <laughs> you know, I was on a right. wings to it. You but were on a I winning streak. Like, all up. Yes. What happened to you? Well, you know, it, it was, you know, big movie star Maria Shriver. And then I, I fucked my maid, you know. Right. I have a kid from it, which is fantastic, you know. But my son's last name isn't even Schwarzenegger, you know. And right. I know that everybody there loves to laugh at me, banging my maid. I get it. But, you know, <laughs> it's hard now. I see these celebrities running for governor, and I'm getting these these urges again. You know, even while well, even Caitlyn Jenner is saying she is going to run for governor. Yeah, of course, and and why not? You know, now with this Gavin Newsom with the recall happening later this year, everybody has a chance to do it. And uh, you know, I'm getting these urges again. You and know, you want to uh, be governor. You want to yeah, be, you I, feel it will thrust you back into the limelight. Of course. You know, ever since I stopped being governor, all of my movies, now they stink. <laughs> I, I even did a shitty reboot of The Apprentice that nobody watched. And, right. And Donald became president of America. What the hell? Come on. You can't be you president. You're almost governor, Howard. I know. You, you, you can't be president because you were born in another country. Yes, I've reached the peak, and there's nothing more. Unless, of course, I talk to Elon Musk, and maybe I could be president of Mars, but it's a pipe dream. <laughs> right, well, you sound depressed, if I may say so. I am, I am. I, I apologize, because normally I call and I have all of this energy, but, you know, it's just bringing back all these memories of when I was successful and when I was popular and everybody loved me, and now all I do is just call the show and, Jizz all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. That well, is I, true. That is it. true. <laughs> well, you know as well as I do, Arnold, a governor, that once these guys run for office, they've got to then say what their position is. And then a lot of times they're not as popular. In other words, I don't know anything about The Rock. I don't know anything what he believes. Of course, and he's got you know he's got all these movies he's still doing and the bullshit. He's bald. I mean, who's gonna elect someone who's bald? He's so <laughs> shiny, you know. That's right. distracting. Uh, you know, I don't like it. Does he have a body better body than you? Do you worry about stuff like that? The Rock is a great physique, but it's not all about that. You know, it's all also about having a great personality and being able to communicate with people from both sides. You know, The Rock has a bad personality. Well, he's, let's just say he's been hit a couple of times over the head. Maybe you know too much <laughs> wrestling. Right. Yes. So, so in other words, once he actually has to run against a candidate, he'd have a hard time. Well, of course, you know, and uh, of course, you know, you have to think about it. He may even have additional competition. George Takei may even run for governor. You know, this it's, is something it, you should ask him tomorrow. 
Could he be, um, could The Rock with his physique be a Mr. Universe like you were, or is he not even in your league? Okay, well, listen to this. You know, this is a little mean, but I have to say it. You know, The Rock's name actually just comes from his personality. He's like a rock, you know? <laughs> right. Right, he's dull. Yeah, uh, yeah, it yeah. is. It's the truth. What about his physique? Does he have the calves to be a Mr. Universe? Does he have the buys? Does yeah, he have the trunk? Yeah. Does he have the lats? If you, like if you, you do see a little bit of his movies in the camera, kind of gets a nice angle. I'm not going to deny it. I get a little aroused, yeah. No, come on. Seriously, is he at the level of competition that you were at? Well, he's training different parts of his body. So some things are maybe even bigger and out of proportion than they should be. So he's right. like a, a, a kind of a Frankenstein, you know? Yes. He, in other words, you were perfectly proportioned. You didn't of have... Of course, and my muscles yes. actually worked. He's just glamour. Right, right. You could lift things. You were, your, your muscles had a point of view. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, at home now, I'm just doing things where I, I take care of animals. I have a donkey and a mini pony, and I lift them every morning. They each <laughs> about 200 pounds. It's a hard work. you got to sustain it every day. Right. You had a beautiful physique when you were Mr. Universe. I remember oh, your my calves goodness. were in beautiful perfect face, proportion. Beautiful. beautiful yeah. yeah. And your head. Now I'm too old. I can't even beat the shit out of anybody in my movies. How does Jackie Chan do it? But you, you, you know, you know, I see The Rock. His head looks a little small next to his body and his biceps. Your head seemed very balanced with the rest yeah. of your body. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And if it ever looks out of balance, I just put a stogie in it, you know, to distract people. <laughs> Could The Rock pl have played Conan the Barbarian or the Terminator like you did? You're, you're a much bigger star than The Rock ever will be. Is that correct? There's a reason why they don't give him many lines in these movies, you know. He's just mostly jumping, falling, catching, and, and screaming. That's it. Yeah. He, you, when you played the Terminator, I don't think anybody could have done a better job. I don't think The Rock could do a better job than you. Of course. And I had very, very complicated lines. Nobody played such an authentic robot like me, you know. Yeah. No, you did a good job. I mean, I loved it. I, I, it's he a doesn't classic. Have a, People still the, the Rock. it. He doesn't have a catchphrase like you did. Hasta la vista, baby. He doesn't have that. Yeah, yeah. I'll be back. Well, he, he does have a catchphrase, actually. You know, do, do you smell what the rock is cooking? Yeah, shit. <laughs> is that really his catchphrase, Arnold? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just so stupid. Do you smell what the rock is? Why are you talking about the smell? What the fuck is wrong with you? This and guy, why is he... And why is he calling himself The Rock? You don't say hasta la vista Arnold Schwarzenegger. You say hasta right, la vista. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, what the hell? This guy is, you know, he's got this image that he, that he built up in the fan base, so he's got to keep it all up, you know. If you want to see my movies, remember, I'm The Rock. Right, right. You never did that kind of promotion. No, no. And if anybody says I did, they're lying. It's bullshit. And could The Rock riff off of Danny DeVito like you did in Twins? <laughs> Danny, I love Danny. That guy was so small and weird. Oh, he should run for governor. Maybe right. my vice governor. This is getting <laughs> me so excited, Howard. Oh my God, the, the opportunities, the chances, everything is opening up. This is fantastic. You know, it, 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 the, the what the what you did in Twins, you proved you could go from action to comedy. I don't think The Rock could do that, dude. Could he? Yeah. <laughs> and the sad part is everybody laughs at all of his action movies. <laughs> <laughs> There's They're no not way supposed the, to. 
There's no way The Rock could be in Kindergarten Cop, right? I mean, there's just no, no way. Oh, no, no. Maybe maybe he's in the special ed cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, the yeah, little, yeah. you know, the, the mentally challenged children. Are like, oh, 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 the Rock. Oh, yeah. Uh, Arnold, I don't know if you want to say that. Uh, well, crazy. come on. Wrestling is fake. Think about the fan base. Those guys are all a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so you say you ran for governor, but these other celebrities probably should stay out of politics. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, but of course it is. You know, it's it's exciting because when you're governor, you can do anything. You know, right? I remember when I was recruiting my secretaries. You know, I I interviewed them in the tight business skirts, the high heels, the nylon leggings, and that was just for the men applying. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell you, I think I've learned Robert, a lot about... Would you vote yes. for me? Well, I think I would because I think you're well thought out and you've always been interested in politics. Like Howard says, these other guys, I've never heard them say anything. Robin, could you say it a little bit slower? <laughs> I will vote for you. I will vote for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Robin. Arnold. Yeah. Oh, Arnold. I think I'm going to explode. <laughs> Hey Arnold, maybe you should be like uh, Caitlyn. Maybe you should be like Caitlyn Jenner and become transgender. But how? Maybe would then that you be could possible? run again. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, the female perspective—that's a whole other thing. I've never experienced it before. I'm very masculine. I'm a man. I mean, Ronnie did something where he turned into a woman, but that's bullshit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, would listen. You uh, hypnotize me or something? I would have you. You know what? I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna have, invite you on the show and hypnotize you into thinking you're a woman, and you can evaluate the male staff. Mm. That's fantastic! And I could run for governor again as a woman. Howard, you're a genius. I love you. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. There you go. Bye. Uh, bye. Bye, uh, Arnold. Arnold. What a bonus! <laughs> Anytime we need him, he's here. Well, he has nothing else to do. He's right. Those movies aren't going anywhere. <laughs> Imagine and that's what, what great... they ought to think about too. They might be ruining the one career they had that was working. Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing. Um, I was trying to get Arnold to say something negative about The Rock, but he's such a gentleman. He really, he really didn't. Uh... He doesn't. We do can't. That. We can't even get our fake Arnold to uh, <laughs> say something <laughs> negative. <laughs> Character. All right, listen, uh, everybody. I didn't get to uh, Medicated Pete's mom, but that's right. a, that'll be. That'll, I didn't know it's about tomorrow. Medicated Pete's mom. Medicated Pete's mom. Uh, I'll do that tomorrow in honor of Mother's Day coming up. Also tomorrow, George Wonderful. Decay, the real George Decay, will drop by and say hello to us. Be the announcer for the morning. Um, it'll be nice to at least check in with. Yeah, yeah. George. We haven't talked to George in a long time. Last time we spoke to him, George. Um, he says it wasn't his idea, but. He was uh, needing Brad to get him something, so he stood there with a bell, a little bell, and he, he rings the bell, and he goes, uh, Brad, Brad, and he rings the bell. And, <laughs> and Brad never was, comes fast enough. You know, he's ringing that down. bell frantically. Where is that Brad? <laughs> but uh, we'll see what's going on in that house, and uh, George is always up to something great. You know, I was looking at a picture of him yesterday, speaking about people who are well-preserved. This guy, yes. I think, is 80, 84. Four or two. 
84. 84, and he looks fantastic. I mean. Yeah, he still looks like Mr. Takei, you know. Uh, you mean Mr. Sulu? Mr. Takei and Mr. Sulu. But, you know, no, a lot you of met Mr. Sulu. At the, at the, at that age, they don't even look like they used to look. Yeah, but you can still recognize him. You're absolutely yeah. right. You can still recognize him. In fact, uh, the picture I saw, he was, you know, he says he, and, and he did it for me. He, he can do a hundred pushups. I, I find that amazing. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing, right? Yeah. And I did mean Mr. Sulu. I know you did. I know. I know what you meant. I did. I did eight push-ups the other day, and I thought I had climbed Mount Everest. And then my upper back hurt the rest of the day. Oh dear! It's fucked up. Musculature. Yeah, you used to do those chin-ups and push-ups. Oh my god! I used to do so many pull-ups. Yeah. Now I do them in the back of my head. Hurts. It's over. It's over. It's over, Robin. Everything hurts. Yeah, remember George? I said, George, prove you could do the push-ups. And he not only did push-ups, but he did them into naked Richard Christie's crotch on the show once. And he did That's it. right. Yeah. Right into his Amazing. Piece. Yeah. What a show. What an important show. Yeah, Steve, you have the last word. Go ahead, and then I got to go. Stevie, New York. Yes. I was great soupy sales knocking on the door. I love that. Thank you. Thank God somebody gets my references. <laughs> I get it because I'm old as you, but you know. Right. Soupy. Rest in peace, right. Soupy. Thank you very much. I had fond right. memories of listening to the door knock. All right. Thank you, Steve. Finally. A true fan. All right. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.